0: You bunch of yahoos, strap yourselves in for another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity.
1: In other words, shut up, sit up, and pay attention. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Toxic Masculinity. I am Dan to be Severed and I'm joined by my cohort, none other than Don the Predator Fry. And another one of our cohorts here, we have Rich Moreno. Rich, can you tell us who... Is our guest this evening, and something about him?
2: Yeah, today we're lucky enough to have Nick Pipes Webster, retired Navy chief, uh, expert dog trainer, been all over the world doing it, and now he's in the private sector, and he's here to talk
3: to us today about all kinds of cool stuff. Hey, thanks for coming down, Nick. Yeah, man, thanks for having me, Don. It's great to see you again. It's been eight years. Wow, it's yes. been a waste of time. I appreciate everyone having me here. It's uh, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to hang out with you guys.
1: So no, I was just I was just gonna say you definitely from a military family because if, if you know the fact that your mom you said your mom was involved in military, mm-hmm. you had a brother that was involved in the military. What about uh, your your father? Was he also in the military?
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, my whole family was in the military. Yeah, my dad, my bro- both my brothers and my mom were all in the military. So they all my dad served um, you know, many years, my mom served a couple years in uh, got out when she was pregnant with myself. Um, so, yeah, my whole family's been in the military. So they probably had some sort of influence on, hey, the military gives you a st- uh, check every month, you know, you know, freaking food in your stomach, roof over your head, you know. So probably persuaded me a little bit because, shit, I don't know what I was going to do any damn way. So was, was, you, was your mom a Marine Corps gunny surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, you'd think, right? Uh, oh, she was in the Army. I mean, uh, she worked on helicopters, actually. She, yeah. Yeah, uh, like my dad did. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. She probably should have been the Marine. She's she's hard nosed. Yeah. <laughs> my mom too, yeah. My mom would have been a good Marine, yeah. <laughs> she couldn't have been one. She had sure. tougher
0: nails, boy. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't
3: yeah. Wouldn't put it past it. So so where's the first place you uh they stuck you? <laughs> well, I went to boot camp, Chicago. Then uh my first duty station was in Japan, actually. in uh Sasebo, Japan on a ship, the USS Fort McHenry. 18-year-old uh, Nick Webster sh- shows up in Japan to, <laughs> oh, well, I don't even remember, Nagoya, whatever airport, I think, and Nagoya, it was like, yeah, here I am, and that's when my, that's when the journey started, Yeah,
0: <laughs> literally, right?
3: Yeah, so I was on a ship for three years there, and then, um, went on a lot of cruises, a lot of places, a lot of carrot cruises, so it's a lot of cool stuff, and didn't have to be out to sea very long. What, what year is this? 97. Yeah. 97. Yeah, July 97. Wow. Yeah, we didn't even say that. Yeah, July 9, 1997. And so, yeah, that was when it all started. Japan, welcome. Okay, shit. So how
2: how long were you in the Navy before
3: you got involved with the dogs? Yeah, so I did my three years over in Japan, three different ships, you know. Did a cross deck, and then I went to England. And then when I got to England, I was doing – I was there on shore duty, and – Came time for me to get ready to get out. I've been in, like, this point, like, four years or something. So you get a little bored to talk about your career. Went and talked to this master chief, and he asked me, and I was like, no, "I ain't doing this no more." And I didn't like what I was doing, so uh, I just happened. He's like, "Well, what would you, what would you like to do?" Or blah blah blah, whatever. And I, because uh, I fact- can we get you to stay? Yeah, basically, it's called a career development board. They're trying to persuade you to, for retention, obviously. Career bullshit board. Yeah, yeah. but luckily this wasn't bullshit because um, this dude helped me out. This master chief Dungan was his name, and he uh, he asked me, and I said, "Well, Dan, does the Navy got dogs?" And he was like, "Yeah, they got K9." And I was like, "Cause I heard dogs at the front." Gate, like barking from the kennel or something. I didn't know. I didn't even know the military even had you dogs. You see. Hey, does the Navy have turkeys? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm really good with turkeys. If I'd have heard them, but like, they got
3: turkeys in the Navy?
2: I know my way around a turkey.
3: Yeah. Well, a lot of times when I came back, when I was in England, a lot of times I came back, it was about daylight. So it might have been roosters. It could have been roosters. So I've been <laughs> like, we got roosters in the Navy? Uh, but yeah, I heard dogs and I just happened to ask the damn question. And, you know, question not asked is a question not answered. And, uh, I just asked him, and he told me, you know, what we could do in the Navy as far as this. And then there's a school, which is the dog school, which is after MA school. And I said, well, what about... so? What, what's said, MA school? So MA is like Master of Arms, like security and stuff like that, base uh-huh. security, like base police type stuff. But
2: So that's uh, along the lines of like... Uh,
3: just like a cop. Yeah, know? like
2: the, the cop line, lineage. Security yeah, in the- right.
3: So every job, certain job fields have certain... Necs Naval List of Codes, which is a specialty school that goes with your rate, right? They call it a rate. Well, I was an MA, and then I went to dog school right after that. It's a C school. So it's an extra school. You get a code, but you kind of – a little more of elite status of that, of that actual rate. And so then I – so that's – he gave me – got me both schools. He called me on the phone, and he said – he called me. his also got me a school, and I left within like five months, like, to school. And that's when – Where I, was that was, at? And that was in San Antonio, Texas. Is where the three forty first dog squadron, that's where all the dog all dog handlers are trained and all dogs are trained. So they all go through there. That's the hub of that's this. the hub. That's the hub of the military working dog program. And so everything starts there. And so I went to dog school in January of O two and boom, here I am, North of Virginia, two thousand three as a is a E four M A three K nine handler. Let's go. So what's a typical? So let's get it. What's Look the world? Let's go. <laughs> Webster's got a dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> and a turkey. What? What? what so, and a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Uh, so what's a day like for that
3: that that guy there, being a handler? Um, well, you know, I think everyone that thinks about it, be having a dog handler, being a dog trainer, all year round, dogs, you get to pet dogs all day, walk around petting dogs. Like shit, ain't like that. It's not like if it was like that everybody would be doing it probably you know but it's like a lot of you know you get there and you feet you spray down and you know Norfolk had about 30 kennels and they were all about 20 something of them were full so it's a 22 pans spraying 10, 22 kennels out and washing them getting and that's all before you go start working the the, the road or whatever you like you're doing all that for the first hour and a half you know you know they didn't, for us we have you know we go get we arm up or whatever and we have Get our dogs and load them up, and get the water and the gear and everything we need for the day, and then we just start our day with our train. We have training requirements. We have uh, utilization, which is search sniff time and bite work, obedience, and all that shit. And you have to get so many hours or so many minutes per month to meet the standard. And so that, and you have jobs in between there. Gate, you know, searching vehicles. Maybe a bomb threat. Maybe a drug nar- uh, Maybe a narc sweep. You know, drug sweep, bomb sweep, whatever. You know, different shit. And so. You know, you do all that throughout the entire shift, you know, and that's just a day-to-day on the day-to-day on-the-base type thing. That doesn't matter for, like, you're preparing for combat or any of that shit, you know. Yeah. So. But as a basic handler, that's what you're going to be doing. <laughs> Basically what you're told to do, you know. There's <laughs> a need for
2: So do people get deployed from there?
3: Yeah, so there's, um. you know, when we have conflicts going on, there's – we're, we're separated into regions, right? So every region is like, you got PAC, you got Swiftline, you know, there's different there's different places that they're regionalized, and that's their area, you know? So when I was in Norfolk, I was in the south, um, the, mid, the mid-east region, or what? I think they call it mid-east, or mid-... I don't really remember, because I've been retired. But that region belongs to a lot of different, from Georgia all the way up to Maine or whatever, and all the kennels in there. So for getting a deployment, it's a selection. Hey, we need to hit up this region. They even went, and then it goes, it's just kind of like any, many, money, mo. but everybody's got to put in their part. So everyone's got everyone's to pay, you know? So I did two, and then they got to give two next time, you know? So it's just like that. It's hand, Whatever. We need a bomb dog. Okay, they got 10. There's eight of them certified. There's six on the base or whatever it is. They can afford to lose one. That's how it works. And then it's a rotation. Um, you don't know where you could be going. You don't know where you're going, but you know, just hey, you're on you're next up for Iraq or you're next up for Afghanistan. Or.
2: Hey Dan, uh did did uh did you hear that he was uh he retired after twenty one years and twenty two days. What do you think about that? <laughs> and you wanna make years sure
1: twenty two days. Yeah. Well again, I just simply know that
2: Go ahead. Yeah, he just wanted to make sure we got those twenty two days. <laughs> not not twenty-one days, not twenty-three days.
3: Oh. <laughs> I just said every day counted.
4: <laughs>
1: no, that that is one of the that is one of the perks. That is one of the perks of going into the military. I mean you, you serve twenty years basically and then uh, you can come on out. But I mean it's not uh you're not guaranteed a safe twenty year uh, run, I mean, whereas most people they've got to work at least thirty years out in the uh, uh, the public sector, you know, uh, your military and uh, your uh, anything that deals with law enforcement, and that corrections. I mean, you've you got twenty year type of careers that, that can go beyond that, but uh, you know, just, it's kind. I think it's kind of nice knowing that you can put twenty years in, and then if there's something else you want to want to do in life, you can do that. So. Um, do you do something different now with your, your career or you, are you still in line with what the dog said, Nick?
3: Yeah. So after my 21 years is up and I was, I decided to get to keep it moving because they, they, they wanted to move me out of dogs actually to back to a ship or something. And I was like, nah, I'm good. I could have gave three more years with my current rank. And I just, uh, I declined that offer, uh, respectfully, immediately. Did the, the um, dogs request
0: that you remove don't? No. Hey, the dogs would request <laughs> I stay. You know, they were like, please don't go.
3: <laughs> sure. Uh, hey, you can ask them. <laughs> 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 if you see one, well, ask them. Um, yeah, so, like, after 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 I declined that offer, I uh, went ahead and got out, and I, um, you know, I had I left Virginia, and I moved to where I'm at in Tennessee, and I started my own thing. I actually started before I left Tennessee. I was uh, – I started Ears Up Canine in February of 2018 before I retired, and, and I was just doing puppies, a lot of 12 week, 16 week old puppies, and I was, uh, you know, doing, uh, you know, boarding trains in my dining room where I was keeping puppies, and they were staying in my dining room, and even the little ones I would carry them up, and I would carry them up, and I carry in a. In a Kennel, and I would have them beside my bed sometimes. Like I was doing, like, it's, like, really from the ground up, like, starting in your garage, would you starting a band or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, like, it's that's how I started. And I just said, you know, I need more land. I need more opportunity, whatever. So I moved to Tennessee. I don't know whim. just came here once. I liked it. I'm doing it because I've been moving my whole life. So moving again, wasn't shit for me because I ain't been nowhere two or three years in the past right, 21 years. Yeah, so right. people say, why'd you move to Tennessee? You didn't know nobody. And I'm like, well shit, I ain't know nobody in a lot of places I've been. And so I was like, whatever. So started years up K9 down here in Tennessee. And, uh, since then, you know, it's just been, been, uh, I've been very blessed to have the business that I've had and the way it's taken off. And, uh, I just enjoy the I, I have a passion for training dogs so it was very easy for me to make that decision to keep doing it because I like training I like seeing the results and I like seeing uh, like changing dog owners lives so when they see their dogs that are a complete out of control you know you know just straight chaos and they see their dogs train and they see the when I see the look on their face it just uh, it just kind of like makes it all worth it no matter you know no matter what
1: Nick, when you're training uh, these dogs, I mean, are they are they just for for different types of um, of the sectors that you came from? Are they more for the military or for law enforcement, or do you t- train dogs on, on all on all levels uh, for even just for just people that just want a more obedient dog? I mean, I, I, explain a little bit more in that.
3: Yeah, so. You know, it's a, it's a good thing that, like, when I was in the military, I learned that side of training, like, Malawas and Shepherds and high-drive dogs. And then now, more in the pet world where I'm teaching – I'm giving dogs off-leash freedom where they don't even know how to sit on a leash. And I'm, and I'm training them to be off-leash trained and on command, you know. Um, so, like, I'm doing anything from French Frenchies to – I got a like next week. I have a DoGo Argentino coming in. So, but it, the thing, the point of, what I was trying to say about the working dogs, it's uh, you know, training those high-end dogs and those high-energy dogs, and then coming and training different dogs. It's always different training. So the obedience that I do now, I do the obedience on leash, off leash, e-collar training, behavioral modification, where dog aggression or human aggression, and then um, you know, the type of dog really doesn't matter. There's a lot. of, I do a lot of um, you know, just a lot of behavioral stuff. So it's not always about the obedience and training; it's changing the dog's mind to think something different through conditioning, and that's kind of what I do. And it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm not really doing any bombs or drugs, you know, things like that. I do this on my own. This, I run this shop by myself. Explain that Dogo Argentino.
2: They're they're a uh, they're uh, a pretty dog. controversial breed.
3: Yeah, yeah. They are. I mean I know they're beautiful dogs. Yeah. I yeah. mean it's just um, I don't know. Like I haven't ever had any problems with them. You know I trained a few, and but they're you got to really have. How big the, are they? Oh, I, this puppy I'm about to get in next week, it's, like, not even a year old, and it looks like a like a. It's a full-grown dog. Right. Yeah, right. it's huge. I, I, they get to be, I, like, well over 100 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, they're big dogs, but they're, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can know of the worst dogs I wouldn't want to have. So,
2: So, uh, let's go back a little bit uh, from when you were uh, in San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. You get, you get deployed. How many times did you get deployed?
3: Uh, deployed, I deployed, mean, out of there, I, you know, I deployed, when I went, got stationed in Virginia, I went to Iraq in 05, um, January of 05, I went to Iraq, got, a, got our gear, got, <laughs> it was like back when, you know, things were just starting up not too long before that, you know, and it's like, you get your gear, you get your, you know, I don't even remember, you get your dog, and you get in the truck, and you drive to Dover, Delaware, and you hop on a plane, and you go to Germany.
2: Are you assigned a dog? Yeah, Like that's your dog. That's you're not like just picking a dog out of a kennel.
3: No. So yeah. I mean, when you get to, I guess we didn't even. Yeah. How does that happen? You get assigned a dog, you know, so you can get a drug dog, you get a bomb dog. You don't, don't really know what kind of what dog you're going to get, but we want to try to want to try to match a dog up to your personality. You know, kind of you don't want a dog that's very overbearing, and you're kind of quiet and shy. You know, because it's hard for you to come out of your shell. So we try to match up a dog for the person. Sometimes it's always not that easy. If there's one dog and one handler, then that's your dog. You know, but they do dog swaps. I mean, you can do a dog swap. Well, then, if you, oh, if, they have those parties. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about those? You hear about I those? never heard about those. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, we I, <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> See, this that's is, why we have guests like you. This is in two thousand two. It's way right? past that now. It's been back like a long time. They were like the
3: first ones. Um, but yeah, you could depend on who's you know who's been and who's who needs to go, you could do a dog swap and that and that handler be trained up on that dog and must certify uh, through you know, whether through the kennel master. So must certify on that dog before you can go down range. So yeah, you're signed a dog. I had a bomb dog named Jury. And 105-pound Belgian Malinois, <laughs> he was a horse of a dog. And uh, got certified, yeah, you're going to Iraq, this is where you're going, got on a plane, flew to Germany from Dover, which is like a couple-hour drive maybe from Virginia, Norfolk, and then landed in Balad, uh, Camp Anaconda. And that was, and no one picked us up. And we were like there for a minute, like what the fuck? So we had to find. Of course, you had a care big ugly dog with you. I mean, well, it was a bunch of what? Well, just me? So it was yeah. a few. It was quite a few of us. It was like five of us, six of us. But the thing is, is they we fly in sometimes late at night. It was the problem. It was just late at night, yeah. and they didn't know. What um, did you think they were gonna have a sign saying pipes right here? <laughs> no, nah, but no, but a limo. The, yeah, no, but the thing Dogs. about it is, when you when you don't have any, like there was no pre-deployment training. Now there's schools and shit you go to before, but there was no pre deployment training, so it was just like you literally just flying in to, from your base to Iraq. Here you are, okay, where are we going? What are we yeah. doing? Like you don't know what you're doing. You mean know what you're doing, yeah. but you don't know where the fuck you're going. <laughs> you're it's not, not a itinerary. We're here, like it's not. Yeah, they ain't like report. To it. It's just someone's supposed to pick you up, whatever, get you. It's where we all stay in and I'll hooch or whatever, and then it just goes from there. But. And you don't even know where you're working at. You know, you don't fly in and know where you're going. Like, oh, yeah, we this showed me where I'm working. It's, uh, it's just like you just kind of go with the flow. Wing it. <laughs> you yeah, don't, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? You're going to be like, where are we working at? Where am I sleeping? Where's my shower? Like, shut the fuck up. It's, it's where you're sleeping. Yeah. Where's you're the sh- toilet at? But That's what I'm wondering. Oh, okay. yeah, I want to Oh, yeah, no, shut up. A fucking mile <laughs> away. <laughs> Usually a mile away from where you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sucks. You got to piss in the middle of the night. And you got to, you're like, I'm just going to go Take ride you yeah. yeah. You got to walk a damn mile to go to a pisser. Piss on the general shoe. And you go, oh, oh. We used to piss in bottles. We used to have these big old liter bottles, and we would empty them out, and that's what we would, we had to go. Yeah. So I just fucking piss in the bottles, and then, like. Try not to drink it during the night, though. Yeah. Well, no, you just leave my side. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, hey, man, you need to do, like, piss bottle cleanup, bro. Like, you got three piss <laughs> bottles for because it's too fucking far to walk to piss. Yeah, like, yeah. you need to piss in one of them big old bottles, yeah. So, but yeah, you just get there, and, you, and that's the way it was then. So, so you're in Iraq now. What are your what are your missions? What are your what are your dogs doing? I was in charge of the kennel, so I had I was an E five, and I had a couple other Air Force, or I had a two Army guys. One was an E five, one was an E four. I was more senior, and I had another guy that was with me, a junior guy, E five, and uh, so I kind of ran the kennel. So you know, we worked with the we were. I was kind of attached to the Army at that point, initially attached to, and then we. Um, so we have to talk to them. They don't know our shit. Don't know nothing about canine, you know, whatever. So we got to talk to them, get them all, you know, warm and fuzzies, and how things are gonna go, and then miss, you know, and this and that. So and then we have then, you know, we get missions in, and we have to. It's a lot of lot of lot of politicking, right? Where I got to go in there and be like, hey, listen, we're here for this. I have two bomb dogs, you know. We're here for missions. We want to go out with. I don't care. We're going out with group. Going out with, you know. You know, any Delta, any ODA, any any entity, we want to go on these missions because we want to sit on the fucking FOB and search vehicles or whatever dumb shit that, you know, and we want to get, we want to do some shit. Get yeah? in the mix. Yeah, we want to do some, we want to see some action. So I make sure they know, understand that we're fully capable and qualified. And if you keep us here, you're just deteriorating an asset. And, you know, so we got to go on a lot of missions and uh, get to go do some really cool stuff. Just, uh, you know, it just it comes in like a request. I define really cool stuff. Well, you encounter stuff.
0: Well, yeah. What the fuck is stuff? Come on, man! Well, I'm going to tell, exactly. tell you exactly. I'm going to tell you. Come on,
3: there. I'm have another sip and then <laughs> spill the beans. That's, cl- that's called clickbait.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's here. With it. It'll be on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: um, yeah. So request comes in. It can be anything. They want a bomb dog team. We may have a spotter go with us, which is just a single person to watch your six. And maybe you're. I'm watching my dog. You should watch everything else. I'm usually watching the dog. Um, so just admit, you know, it could be anything, you know, doing, you know, any, any high-speed missions where maybe they're trying to locate someone, locate a you know, terrorist, or they're trying to, you know, find a cachet, or they think there's something in this area. They want the dogs to clear it first because they don't have, obviously, any assets to walk and clear stuff. So it's good to have a bomb dog, no matter what mission you're doing, to clear clear a path, clear a route. Dogs in front, clears it. the air wells come through. So whenever they can get a dog on a mission, they're like it's awesome because if not, they're just kind of just walking, you know. Um, so you know, a lot of a lot of really cool explosive missions, searching for bombs and stuff like that, and you know, ha- you know, having finds, having like your first find is the craziest thing in the world because it's like you know they got th- say and whenever you're. You know, when you have a drug dog, you want it to sit, and when you got a bomb dog, you never want to see it sit. <laughs> <laughs> if he starts running the other way. Goes, oh shit! Yeah, but they trained to sit. so I'll be in trouble. I'll be like, "What the is he doing? <laughs> Must be big." We <laughs> uh, hey, ain't gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done anyway. Well, you're probably done anyways if it goes off. It doesn't matter yeah. how big it is, probably. You know, but uh, you know, you first, it's, you get your first fine, and you know, it's a, you know, you know how, you know, you know what puckers up, you know, and uh, it just makes you just uh. You just appreciate, you know, your dog. Really, do, you do the so. rest
2: of the the troops appreciate
3: what what's well, going mean, on there? I mean, I'm well, sure still they do. Lot, yeah, I'm sure they do. I mean, if the dog doesn't find it and we walk over a pressure plate and someone steps on it, everyone's dead. I mean, probably most yeah. likely. I mean, I'm gonna be like, oh, everybody would die. do like, you know, but it's not gonna be a good day for nobody. Mm-hmm. So you trust that dog, and the dogs have to maintain a nine, the bomb dogs must maintain a 95 percent proficiency rate. <laughs> so there's no equipment. Nowhere that's more accurate than a dog's nose nothing to this day machines you run under this that nope they're not as accurate as a dog so that's why they're so highly you know you know they want them everywhere you know they're highly regarded and anytime you can get a bomb dog on a mission hell yeah and anytime you can get a patrol dog as a dual last dual purpose either it could be bomb and a patrol or drug and patrol and if you get that and you have a double it's like you have two assets.
2: Are, are they trained in attacking also, those same yeah, dogs?
3: What, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dual purpose. Yeah, so, so they, no, I
2: know you said, uh, you know, drugs or bombs. No, no, but no drugs, like. Drugs no. bombs go
3: together? No, 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 no. hell no. Because you have what <laughs> You're like, what you sitting on, buddy? <laughs> I don't know. Back to me a Claymore, mine. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, no, it's, uh, they could be bomb and attack, which we call it patrol. Bomb and patrol or drug and patrol. So, but that's a dual purpose asset. So mm-hmm. anything pops off or any, any missions that require a bite dog possibly. So, the, oh yeah, so they both they do both. Yeah, they do both, yeah. It's funny because people ask that question. If, uh, could, a, could a drug dog be a bomb dog? I swear, I, we hear it all the time. We're like, and we're like well, no. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, could you teach one to sit Thanks. for drugs and down for bombs? And I'm like, I ain't trying to play with my life like that. I'm not, not. he like accidentally lays down or something, you know, and I thought he was sitting or right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So,
2: Dan, did you get? Did you? did you have a follow up on that? <laughs> Falling asleep.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. No, no, no. Actually, I did. I did. When it came to like the, the the bomb dogs, for example. You talk about the pressure plates of that. So obviously, it's it's their sense. of their their scent, keen sense of smell. Is they smell at first or is it is there a special breed that's, that's better, more sensitive to sniffing out bombs as opposed to sniffing out uh, you know drugs or other type of aspects I, I don't know if the, the weight of a dog is so much more different than, than the weight of a human being if if the pressure plate you, know, wow. can, you can you give a little more explanation on, on, on any of that
3: yeah Dan like so we the dogs that we like we normally use Depends on if it's a what if it's just a straight search dog. They use a lot of labs sometimes because a lot of the shepherds and the Malawas are dual, dual purpose with bombs and, or bombs and a patrol and drugs and patrol whatever. So with the bomb dogs, for example, the Malawas the GSDs, the labs, those are the best dogs that we have found that have the best noses. But when we're also talking about, I'm talking about going down range, but when we're on on installation, say Norfolk, we have submarines. So you're not taking a 105 pound. Malinois, like Drug Dog, for example, and down a submarine. submarine. Yeah. He huh? yeah, <laughs> sniff out the submarine in the water? He hasn't even fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, we used, like, Jack Russells, Springer Spaniels, uh, dogs like that that are small that can fit down in submarines and can search thoroughly Vice like, a dog like, like Gage, like Jury that was 100 pounds, even though it was a bomb well, what dog. What would they be looking for? Well, yeah. I mean, drug the bomb dogs, well, we, they're trained on a numerous amounts of odors, like 11 odors, um, you know. More, di- sp-
2: more specifically on, on a submarine, what, like, well, you, you would think dogs. those are your guys.
3: Well, this, we do drug sweeps there, normally. For for our own guys? Yes. Oh, okay. Because the drug, high. It's like. <laughs> what you know, else are you going to do on a submarine? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. No, <laughs> I mean, ship, we do ships, too. Ships, building, people bring it to work. People come to the gates with it, you know, like, so. You know, someone requests a drug sweep. Maybe I found something, someone popped pot on a piss test, they're requesting a drug dog, then we'll go in and we'll sweep the submarine or whatever. Do a health and uh, I think they call it a health and comfort or something like that. Yeah, so but with the bomb dogs, you don't want to just get Hunter Biden's uh, phone book and <laughs> no, <laughs> go we don't do it. I thought we wasn't going, there. yeah, I thought we weren't <laughs> going to talk about that.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I'll tell uh, you who has it,
3: but um, yeah, so the, on the
2: on the, on the you know, you notice uh, a lot of Ma- Belgian Malinois mm-hmm. are, are picked to be bite dogs or whatever you yeah. call it, you know, like, uh, or downrange. They're, they're used in law enforcement. They're used in the military. What
3: do you think it is about that breed that, that's attractive to dog handlers? Uh, I mean, what's not attractive about a Belgian Malinois? I don't know. <laughs> he <lit up>. ah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But well, they're loyal. They're loyal, right? I, you know, I'm biased, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you could tell, but yeah, I'm a little bit biased. Um, I I guess, you know, if you're you're talking, you're talking about a working dog, right? Yeah, yeah. Not- so it doesn't matter. It's like for me, it, like it's different because I have like you know a pet, I have pets that are Malinois that also are trained to bite. You know, but having a Malinois from in the military, it's I just kind of like I know what I'm getting. You know, like. You know, after being around them so long with a Malinois, you know you're typically, not always. Quote me. Most of the time, you get in a Malinois, you know what you're getting: high drive, high bite, hard pressure, drive-through. Like I said about drive with hunt driving, and, and like search time. Dog won't get tired. Dog might get tired. Dog won't quit. Dog will go. Mal- a lot of Malinois will search until they're until they're physically exhausted and can't move anymore. Some other dogs just quit. Lay down. You know what I mean. Like maybe a, a shepherd. is kind of like you, you. don't know what you're going to get. You right. You might get a good one. You might get a eh one. I don't know. But I feel like with a Malinois, you know what you're getting every time. And it's like, and but the thing is, being able to channel that drive and make it productive. And that's where experience comes in. There's a brand new handler, you got a Malinois that's just wanting to just eat everybody's ass and search. And you got to stop. You got to be able to tr- control that to when you need to use it. That's where the handler comes in. So. It's the double edged sword, depending on who you are. You get don't be careful what you wish for sometimes. Yeah. You know? So or what you ask for. Yeah. You get something you're like, oh, I didn't know I was getting all that. Believe me, I know that one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh you go to Iraq, you're doing these missions, what what happens from there? You I'm sure you get a you get all kinds of missions from there, right? Just not just Iraq. Well, when you're in Iraq? No, no, no. I mean like where do you go from there? Oh, after happens? I'm after I'm done there yeah and what what how does your uh, job description change like uh we were talking earlier
3: and you know you're climbing the ladder here you're getting yeah getting more
2: responsibility
3: yeah so we'll just speed it up a little bit you know so you I went back to station uh, luckily I I survived didn't have any crazy injuries or anything and all my fingers and toes were intact so I was blessed in that aspect a lot of missions a lot of you know a lot of, a lot of good things Things happen, some fines, some good stuff, you know. Fun oh, yeah, stuff. yeah,
2: that, that's, that's, yeah. I want to talk about that, but yeah, uh, like he was saying, but, like, what, <laughs> what, what what did you find?
3: Oh, well, is, well, I mean, you, you're always going to, like, a lot of caches, like, cachet people having weapons they're planning on using against you or using, you know, their, their just weapons caches and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It, yeah, I saw one today. Yeah, yeah, I saw one. But, like, you really want to find that, get that stuff because, you know, they've using it against us and stuff like that. So finding, uh, finding, some explosive, like uh, for example, like a HBIEDs, a house born IED, being able to like for like it's really hard for certain dogs to do things like that because you have to train that way, you know what I mean. But that's such a good dog, and like searching a door before a team goes in to clear the building, whether it be to find maybe it could be a hostage situation. I don't know. Just depends on what it is. Could be like maybe a high HVT, a high vis target that we want to capture, may not want to kill, whatever. Depending on the situation, you know, you're not going there, just going there to do a job. But like depending on what the the mission is in the jock for you leave to find out exactly what target is, what mission is, and snap. And then, you know, we, we go, for for example, went to a place where there was a building where it was like a, it was basically like it was been set up, you know, so it was like deck cord going around the door. And a lot, of, a lot of things were trying to bait us in. You get in, did it, like say if your dog does not respond to, say, like deck cord, that it's running maybe to some C4 or to, a, I don't know, depending on what he's in, Claymore. It depends on what, you know, what they're using C four, TNT, whatever they've mm. used a lot of, uh, G, like a HME, which is homemade explosives.
2: There's so many variables, right? <laughs> well, it could be they're
3: probably not using C four and things like that, but use a lot of rockets and stuff. And they hook it like HME is a big thing. It's called home HME is, is homemade explosives. Uh, you can make you can make an explosive with some Drano. You know what I'm saying? So it's like t, there's there's so many different like all like fuel like diesel fuel and diesel fuel oil, like ampho, They can make it out of Gas, you know what I mean? So we train our dogs on AMFO, and so they do a lot of HME, which is basically like, uh, looks like wood chips soaked in, like, I don't know, like soaked in like a, like a gasoline or something, and then it's detonated by something, but anyways, so homemade explosives come to different varieties, but my, my dog, Jury, actually alerted at the door before we opened the door because that could have been a trip, you know, something to set something off when one person goes in, and it could have till everyone in everyone went in, and that day was a remote phone whatever from a mile away or whatever so my dog responded at the door and we didn't we just called in you know we took our steps with the od and whatnot this and that and it, for sure it was a, a big bomb a, a lot of explosives inside Barry. at that point is
2: it just boom and back out or what
3: uh, we're out of there yeah you know, we gotta get when we wait we back out there we set up you know six and twelves you know we set up everything and then we you know call in how far EOD. away do you do you evacuate well, it depends on the size of the bomb right honestly right. we don't I know mean, if a you long can't ways find away it, yeah. a long ass ways away I mean, if you don't
0: find it but you the dog does and you don't visualize it uh, how far do you
3: yeah so it's not like you know that's a car or that's a bus right, right. yeah so we don't know you we're gonna get i don't know i'd say 500 500 meters 500 yards 500, yeah. Yeah, man 500 meters but 500 yards away I mean that's a good distance you know it just a You just want to set get football field. just want to get the hell out of there, you know. It's like about a mile, right? I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's like you just know the distance, like to get away. Like I know to just get away, we're not going to be like at the roadway, at the road, you know, or whatever. Like it's, you know, a few hundred feet, you know, four or five. I mean, you need to be out of there, you know, good ways. But um, and we set up, and then they come and do what they do, and you know, it gets. You know, get they set up their own stuff, and then they end up blowing up, blowing the house, or uh, if they can, like EOD does all this, you know. So mm-hmm. they come in, and maybe if they can disarm it or whatever, they do all this cutting wires and shit. So if they can disarm it, they'll do that and clear it, and then we can still get what we wanted to get out of there or whatever. Depending on what's going on, mm-hmm. could be hell, could be a, could be someone in there that needs to be captured, and he's got a, he's wearing a, a bomb vest. Right. I mean, and he's like, oh help me, and you get close, and boom, oh, done. That's God. happened before. For sure. I mean, I ain't really? seen it, but I know it's happening. Yeah. It happens all the time. Suicide bombers. It's walk up yeah. to the gate and set themselves off. Boom, done. Right. So, I mean, a lot of stuff like that, man. A lot of roadside. I found some roadside stuff, stopping people. We're out there in the front. There's just two dog teams because it's a lot to search with one dog. So, you need two bombers out there, and we're actually clearing and, you know, finding a lot of ancient meat, a lot of buried rocket, you know, things like that. Daisy chain. I found a daisy chain one time. But, I think Dan asked about pressure plates and the weight of the dog, and I wanted to go back and a- answer that because he's um, asking for a different reason, though. Yeah, but the, <laughs> but the but the weight of the dog um, doesn't really matter because it goes by the what the what the pressure plate is actually set to. For like, any dog's going to weigh more than a few pounds. So, you know, it, it, and if, if that happens, then it doesn't matter anyways because we all go, it, it goes boom, and we go die, we turn into a pink mist. So we train our dogs. Well, they want to train dogs to work to source as close as they can, but when I go to combat, I train my dogs to respond away from source. <laughs> so source is where, I, where you encounter the, where I want them to counter the majority strength of the odor, you know. And so – I want him to sit a couple feet away from when we're doing when we're doing roadside sweeps just for that reason, but we don't want them to step on nothing <laughs> any dog because it you know sometimes it won't go off maybe right but yeah. that yeah, I'm not taking my chances with that sure. kind of uh with that do
2: you think uh think these dogs have uh on, you know like uh you have your basic senses right you know your smell and your your sight and stuff like you think they got something else? You think they have an extra sensory that you know that? Sixth sense? Yeah, you know something that they feel.
3: I definitely think dogs feel energy. You can tell when I think dogs can tell your energy, and not just by your body language or your face, but they can feel. I feel like they can feel your energy. They read your aura, like a vibe. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. a straight, like a straight vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they just kind of know. Like it, it's a, I don't know. You walk into a room where you're like, it's like. Damn, it's tense in here. Like, I've vaulted in many rooms like that, you're like, you just feel the energy. Dawson do the same thing, I feel it, but on a different level, you know. But their sight, you're seeing, they're hearing, you know, uh, their noses are unparalleled. You wouldn't even be able to probably fathom how far they all can smell something with the right windage, uh, you know, being on downwind. I mean, it could be miles. Yeah.
1: Rich, what I was wondering about, uh, actually, this comes right back to you there, Nick. Nick, have you uh, had the honor of uh, meeting uh, Don's uh, mascot there, uh, Quinn, Quinny?
2: Yeah, she's currently feeding off of Don's energy.
3: And,
2: <laughs> she's asleep. And, 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 good girl,
4: good girl. and good if girl. you have met...
1: Uh, and and if you have met Quiddy, is there any hope for her at, at all?
4: <laughs> oh,
0: oh, she's a very well behaved animal, princess.
4: What are we What are we hoping okay. for? I guess I wasn't
1: talking about Quiddy. I thought about the. I'm talking about the owner now, Don. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, well, and same, pa- same answer. <laughs> yeah.
3: What, like same answer. What are we hoping for? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know. And, uh, along those lines, well, while
2: we're on the subject, and I'm asking for a friend, all this train all this, and he happens right. to be sitting right, right here. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, does point. any of these training methods work on women?
3: You mean like sit stay? <laughs> yeah, anything, man. Anything Shut the that'll, fuck up. anything that'll give this guy a, a big command. Anything that'll give this guy a little
2: bit of an advantage. You know what I mean? You know, from. From what his traditional training methods are. Yeah.
3: <laughs> my, my failure.
2: My
4: well,
3: failure, failure yeah. Well, I tell you that uh, they tell us in the dog world, you know, a lot of people talk to their dogs too much. So <laughs> maybe you should start using more like body language or uh, spatial pressure, uh, something like that to get your point across.
2: <laughs> maybe talking doesn't work. Sometimes you show how much you know by how yeah. much you
3: don't say. Just be aggressive. That's what I say. Yeah. In everything you do, be aggressive. At, do you think you can handle wanna, that? She do not want to hear back. it. She yeah. turns
2: around and she turned her back to you typicals just turned her butt towards us and (laughs) think that's going to answer everything (laughs) well it
4: did we all (laughs) looked.
2: he's like i'm out (laughs) sounds like a lot of work oh hey you know what i was i was just thinking we forgot to say that uh dan the Beast Severn is uh currently coming to you live from uh his island in michigan it uh there has been some fights there i'm not going to say it's fight island (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, you could say that it, but he is currently on his island, and uh, I'm pretty sure there's been a fight or two there. Yeah. Uh, how's that going over there, Dan?
4: What's your record? <laughs>
1: well, so far, I, I'm pretty much uh, I'm 0 and 5, I think.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm, probably,
1: uh, I'm not too doing too well on the fights, <laughs>
4: 0
2: 5. Uh, well, at least you know, know inside inside,
1: it's to a, to do the a podcast. <laughs>
0: She allowed you. I uh, yeah. sold you some like well, electricity. The, the cool
1: part is, I mean, this. <laughs> yeah, this this is, it's a cool environment to be on a uh, a little one acre island here in the, the state of Michigan. So, uh, I always say that uh the thought, of, you know, the thought of owning an island, whatever, it, it came into my mind, but uh especially owning one out in a uh, say the ocean because. I'm not a strong swimmer to begin with, and there's a lot of things in the water there that can hurt you and/or kill you. And uh, I don't like uh, uh, being out in uh, big open water like that. And in, in the back of my mind, I hear the the uh, theme song: "Dun dun, dun <laughs> dun, dun dun." You know, oh. and uh, being a a, a larger, uh, more so, I, I know I that maybe it gonna be the theme song
0: little, to Moby Dick.
1: Uh, appetizers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't want them to bypass all the little appetizer and go for the, uh, the the buffet over here. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's really kind of cool just having like this, this property. But uh, and uh, you know, uh, for you there, Nick, I'll, I'll let you know that there there is a dog on the island, and uh, oh. his name is Milo. And uh, you would think that Milo wouldn't be getting any trouble, at least not be running away because he's surrounded by water, but uh, he gets into trouble on a daily basis because uh, he's nothing more than a curious George trying to see turtles and, you know, seeing the novelty of a fish come up up close to shore. And then there's other, you know, animal life that he's never seen before like a mush rats and that. Mm. So
2: Um, I think you need to add a a Belgian Malinois to that, uh, that herd out there to protect the perimeter. You don't want anybody just showing up randomly and trying yeah, to
0: jump you know, up
1: boats. I've learned I learned quite a bit there about this Belgian manoir.
3: Yeah, um, talking speaking about Milo, though, I know a trainer. I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. You got you got yeah. a guy that does boats too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know a guy.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, at that, that same point there, Nick. After being involved in military for all those years, and now you're going into the the private sector. You, you said your location is there in uh, Louisville, Tennessee. I, I keep each time I, you, you say Louisville, I keep going to think that you're in Kentucky, but it's Louisville, Tennessee. Um, how many, uh, how many dogs do you currently handle? And and you said primarily it's for obedience and uh, just a couple, uh, I said a couple of different categories, but what, what is, uh, what's the name of the operation? How can people get in contact with you?
3: Yeah. Yeah, so it's Ears Up Canine. Ears-Up Canine is, um, you know, the name of the company. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's really, like, I don't know, like, I guess when we talk about, like, you know, I do a couple dogs at a time, two, three dogs at max. I'm doing this by myself, and I want to have as much um, one-on-one time as possible because I'm the one doing all the training, you know, it's just me. So I maximize the time spent with the dog, and I have two Belgian Malinois on my own. So any dog I train is, you know, it's extra, so it's a lot of work. Uh, even just by myself with three other dogs, so um, it's uh That's about the max that I do. But as far as the training, you know, I just want to touch on one thing that a lot of people may not really understand. It's not really about the sit down, stay, come aspect, because I, I, I really, you know, buddy mine said this before. He's like, I think a trained monkey can teach it all to sit down and stay. It's not that hard, but it's the really hard part is to teach. See, see. Downstay. Yeah. look at no, Nobody, t- nobody look. taught him. Yeah. <laughs> Train monkeys. <laughs> <Huh>? uh, <laughs> but um, the, yeah. the, the biggest part is teaching the owners how to properly live with their dog and providing education to them on how to, you know, establish structure. The, the foundation, you know, is the most important thing and have rules, you know. Um, I was talking to Rich earlier about just ba- something basic that you can – You know do with your dog or whatever right and like i always i just i told him you replace wanted behaviors with you know or replace unwanted behaviors with wanted behaviors you just change it up you show the dog what's what you what is okay and what's not okay and when you start establishing a house that it's calm and it's black and white where inside is for laying down and relaxing outside is for training and running and playing and all that other stuff that is when your dog becomes stable and then your obedience can excel from there but a lot of people don't have any of that. They don't have no obedience, and the dog is all over the place. He's running a mug. He's jumping on couches. He's jumping on counters, eating, di- eating the dinner off the counter. They're pissing in the house. They don't know. It's, a, it's complete chaos. So when that is done, and that, when, I, when I teach owners that, and I do that with every dog I have, there's, they, there's no, they don't, they earn their freedom. It's called earn freedom, you know. So they have to earn it through, and they must do walk. It's almost like being in a boot camp, you know. But then I give them more freedom as they earn it, through training, and they start experiencing what off-leash freedom actually is, and they love it, and they're like, oh, yes, I want more of this. And they start to appreciate the structure and the rules because they want to be led. They don't want to lead you. So that's actually the real training. The other part is, yeah, it's training. It goes with it, but, like, e-collar off-leash training is a lot different. It's way more in-depth, obviously, but, like, the sit-down stay, the little little basic stuff that anybody can do, that stuff is – uh, extra as far as like, I like to build the relationship and set the tone for the entire house first. Cause what's good having a good obedient dog that has no rules. That doesn't right. make any sense. Right. Like you couldn't have a great obedient dog that had no structure that doesn't exist. So yeah. structures first.
2: So what, what are some okay, things that the difficult, go ahead, Dan,
1: the difficult part about that though, what would, would you say? Um, uh, Nick is the fact that, do you really have to work with the dogs more or with the owners more to get, uh, to get the, the end result?
3: Well, I hope it's the dogs more. Cause I keep them for about three weeks. <laughs> if I, you know, I, uh, not want to be I, around the owners. That yeah, much. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't keep the people for three weeks and then do three hours with the dog. That wouldn't work. Um, but, uh, no, it's actually, you know, it's, it's I do the the least amount. Obviously, my turnovers are extensive. They're three to four, probably like maybe three, three and a half hours, depending on the package, right, on how much stuff. But between anywhere from between two to three and a half hours, when the dog when they pick their dog up, as to what the turnover is going to be with going over the paperwork and then application skills, where I'm doing the commands and they're do, they're doing the commands and I'm. I'm critiquing them. They're going to mess up, and then I'm going to fix them, and then I'm going to show them the right <coughs> way. And that is what I do on pickup. But during when I have the dogs, those for me, that's the easiest part because I like training the dogs. The turnover is not hard. It's just like monotonous because I do it a lot. But it, but it's, it, it's it's probably, you know, I do less of that at the end, but it's probably the most important part. Because if they don't uh, retain what I say or or the way I train their dog and the paperwork I give them, if they don't keep up with it, the dog can go back from trained to back to his old ways in half an hour. Oh, "Oh, they're back. They're not going to do nothing. They're not going to hold me accountable. (laughs) Watch this. (laughs) They're going to do what you allow them to do.
2: Yeah. I'm choking over here. i got to get some water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, right. well, that was hose. that was one of the reasons why <laughs> I, I asked
2: that question
1: is because I was wondering I about saw. the uh, owners as opposed to you you've been doing this you know for a better you portion it, of your life yeah. working with these dogs both in a military basis but then also uh, and now in the private sector so you you can see this and and, and have much more realization for it. I'm just looking at it now it I would still think that you had to teach the owners a little bit more about how to keep carrying on with the same um, protocol that you would want them to do to have a successful um, you know, time period with, with their with their pet.
3: Yeah, that's that's really, you know, why I say that it's 10% trainer, 90% owner. You know, what I do is a small part of the dog's future. You know, if you keep up with everything I've done, you're going to be okay. You know, practice ten. I said, people give me a couple of sessions a day. You know, we don't want to train over fifteen minutes a session. So you know, give me two, 50, give me thirty minutes a day out of your day to train your dog and keep up with certain things. Keep drilling stuff, um, or they will. They'll, they'll know that you're not going to make them. You're not know, going to hold them accountable, and they'll go back to being what they were before. So um, it doesn't. You know, ten percent of me, I say ten percent, ninety of them, because they got to keep doing. it. Doesn't matter if I train the dogs, if I don't train the people, the dog ain't going to do nothing. So how long do
0: you think the owners need to put in? That's what I
3: said. Yeah, so like, thirty minutes a day. I mean, not even maybe twenty. I mean, you need to do a couple sessions
2: reinforcing what they've already learned. Or or keep up
3: with. Yeah, I mean, I train. I have Gage, which is the (laughs) best dog in the world by far. And uh, (laughs) of course, uh, I mean. Okay. Oh, after next Quinn. to Quinn. Next to Quinn. So well, yeah.
2: that's just you know this. This so she's uh, here. <laughs> we, got, we got two UFC Hall of Famers here, so we got to talk yes. about fighting. Please do. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, enough
3: about think, me, man. I'm, I'm here to talk to y'all. Do too. you think
2: Do you think Milo could take Gage? <laughs> Three rounds, five minutes. I don't
4: It'll know. You stand up, fight with me. was
3: anything goes. Head to, button everything. I'd have to refer to my counsel, Michael Vick.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what kind of dog is Milo? Yeah, he didn't. tell us.
1: Milo is a, like is an English Shepherd, and he's a, he's, a, he's actually too smart for his own britches. He, he knows how to work the system. He's too smart for he you. With, uh, he knows what to do with. He uh, knows what to do with 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 uh, Mama, and he knows what to, what he can't get away with me.
2: No, oh, he's English, so he'll probably retreat. But, <laughs> oh, no, that's a French, Ooh, right? The that's French, a French. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They just throw it down and run now. Yeah.
0: They just got beat. How much does uh, Milo weigh? Probably weighed around uh, 40,
1: 45 pounds.
2: Yeah, wow. Well. Yeah, let's talk about some fighting too, though. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What, what, did you get any fights in the in the navy?
3: No, not any. No, no. Nah, what I, about growing up? Do you have any retreat? Right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about growing up? Were you a fighter in school?
3: I mean, I got in fights. I don't know. Like I've, I've been in fights in my life. Yeah, I mean, quite a few, probably. But seems like, um, yeah, growing up, I've been in fights. I got beat up, of course. I've won, I've lost. We've all won and lost. Fight. Right. Yeah. But uh, I just think it just makes you who you are, and just yeah. makes you a hardened soul and. I don't know. That's how you, I think everyone should get have their ass beat at least once. I think uh, I think there should
2: be a government <laughs> agency like the IRS that whoops your ass once a year, need it or not, just so you no. get that respect for people that know you that never had their ass kicked. You know?
3: No, they need it. Yeah, just yeah. especially now. Yeah, for sure. Let's be honest.
2: Uh, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite fighter? These two. Uh, no, course.
3: no, you can't. You can't. He can't. My Favorite fighter, president or not? Any all know. time, all time. God, that's a that's a loaded question. Okay, think, give me, give me. Top. It's hard. Like, I love so, I like so many fighters. Like, I swear to, like, if I watch old fights, like, I watch old Pride fights, old UFC fights. I watch the, you yeah, know, yeah, you U, UFC one. V, you still got working VCR? Yeah, <laughs> my mom does. She just made some CDs off of one other day. She was asking me how to work it. I said, "Shit, I don't know." <laughs> no, give like, me some names, burning. man. Give me some names. Oh, like, man. So, <sighs> it's like, it is. I'm. It's like all over the place, you know. But like, I. I grew when I was younger I was watching you know I seen Dan I seen Don I didn't, you know back way way back you know a long time ago cuz I used to watch Pride and I was so I graduated in 97 my I don't know how I started watching MMA but I've been watching MMA I feel like my whole day, like all, a long time I don't know you know like, I've been seeing Royce Gracie fight so I've been yeah. fighting, I've been watching for a long time you know um but you know, coming up, like, it's just, the, obviously, I always think, I always, like, kind of attract myself towards the brawlers because I think back then I was just wanting to see somebody get knocked out, and that was the biggest thing. And so if you see someone knock someone out, you're like, I want to see that again. That was just kind of the way it was when I was a kid, you know, because even where I was from, we didn't, like, uh, as far as, like, Dan, like, there was no wrestling. We didn't have wrestling in my county. So I didn't grow up around it. So if I see someone wrestling, i am be like, what are they doing? You know, and I wouldn't even understand it because I'm not even from a place that has wrestling in are entire right, conference right. Yeah. it's all football we may have mma either but there's <laughs> but there was like karate classes across like taekwondo or something <laughs> i think dad's got a question
1: no 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 actually not a question oh. just a statement really um uh, because <laughs> they you keep know, your finger down boy <laughs> they never looked upon wrestling as being a you martial arts <laughs> Did not look upon wrestling as a martial art really whatsoever so it was uh, you know and I sport. never re- really would have looked at uh, wrestling as a martial art but it's a it's a it's a sport though that you learn to control uh, your opponent uh, a great deal and that's what all I would look for was c- control and try to prevent them from smacking me because getting smacked is a little overrated in uh, <laughs> my book anyway so, <laughs> I don't
3: so. know. I don't think anyone hey, so uh, to get hit we've,
2: I, we've never, we've never asked him on, on the air, but Dan, uh, who, who was your favorite fighters? It, uh, you know, I've never asked you that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, the, 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 sport was not, was not there. I mean, again, look at yeah, that one sport, but I mean, prior, uh, you know, prior to that, I, I watched Genghis boxing. Kong. So obviously <laughs> I, I like watching someone like a, a Mike Tyson, you know, because mm-hmm. of his, his aggressive uh, nature and they should be known that, uh, if you stop to put your beer down, uh, the match, uh, the boxing match, might be over just that quickly because he finished off so many people in that in that first round.
3: Yeah, usually, I mean, was. he was
1: very aggressive, very powerful, and I think he took a lot of people uh, off guard because of, of that stature. Even though he was shorter than most of the uh, his opponents, yeah. he still he just possessed a great deal of of power. The way he could uh, torque that body into the punches.
2: Yeah, but uh, as far as the MMA goes, who do you say? Wow, that guy's a good fighter. He's well rounded. You know, uh, you got to have some.
1: Well, again, I, I'm I'm going to look at uh, again. I, I look at at the wrestlers still as being the most dominant force, but the, these are now wrestlers that now have added more of the the the, the boxing, kickboxing, uh, Muay Thai arsenal to their to their repertoire. I mean, when you look at the top 10 fighters per weight per weight class, you're still going to see eight or nine of them are going to be wrestlers that have done exactly that. Um, and, um, you know, to me, the sport of wrestling, why I go back to sports, say, to, uh, well, I should say why I put over the sport of wrestling is there's a lot of, um, I think it pertains to a lot of life lessons even today. You're only going to get out of life what you put into it, same way that uh, the sport of wrestling, you're only going to get out of it what you put into it i know that uh i know that uh, nick liked playing football i go what, what what position nick did you enjoy playing football at?
3: yeah i i um i think i started playing like fullback i think when i first started and um moved to play a little bit of quarterback played a, played that for a while um Played some tight end when I was in high school. As I might, further in high school, there had things established, and I fit in better at tight end for what my height and my hands and stuff like that. A good hands, so um, I kind of moved from quarterback to a tight end, which is kind of like I guess somebody just did that. They're trying to do that now, aren't they? Tim Tebow's doing that for the Jags, he's trying mm-hmm. out a tight end, but um, I yeah. hope he makes it, man. I hope yeah. He makes it. Yeah. yeah, I like I like Tebow, yeah, but he's kind of so I, so I played a lot of tight end, so all through high school, like basically on varsity level, I played tight end. Um, the only bad thing that sucks is, bad thing that sucks is we had a running football team. so we only threw the ball like four or five times a game. So, you're doing a lot of fucking – you're just a glorified lineman, really. You're doing a lot of blocking for the, the – I uh, wonder if it
2: had anything to do with the guy throwing yeah. the ball. Or <laughs> like, we catching the ball. Yeah, or catching the ball.
3: <laughs> no, it wasn't with catching. But I tell you what, he could probably run faster than he could throw. So, you know, his accuracy in throwing. Probably, I mean, not saying he was a bad thrower, but um, the boys we had playing quarterback and running back were – Lightning, so yeah. we're running the option. You know, we're running pulling a tackle with a two pitch. So we're we're pulling a tackle and let that guy get on the outside. So get on the outside, get to that corner, and, and we do pretty good. You know, we were, we we're pretty damn. We we're we we did not ever lose we're a bunch not, of huh? Well, I mean, no, I realize I went. You know, public school. You know, you get all walks of life. You know, so like <laughs> down there, you know, down in Marshville where I went to, it was you got you know everyone. You know, um, you know white guys, black guys. You know, just. Uh, you know, pretty much that's pretty much what it was. But yeah. I mean it's just all mixed in and like them <laughs> boys can run, you know, and I can't run that fast. So yeah. <laughs> I'm a blocker, you know, or I catch a ball a couple of times. But um yeah, went to state, you know, went to semifinals for state, and you know, we had a pretty good team. We our com Forest Hills Yellow Jackets were the team that no you ain't wanna see. So and we always we've cleaned up in conference. Now I don't think we lost a conference game my entire high school career. Wow. Yeah. Did you ever have
2: dreams of going to college and playing?
3: Yeah, I think I would Were there
1: it. Ever any uh, opportunities? Were there any opportunities for you to, uh, any recruiters or anything like that, talk to you about potentially going on to college for maybe some scholarship money?
3: Yeah, I mentioned earlier, like, like I wish my grades were better. i probably focus more in school a little bit, you know. Uh, I didn't have shit. I wasn't like a a failure, <laughs> but, like, I made some Bs. I made a lot of Cs, you know, what? Back and forth, whatever. B's? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like an A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I got a B, I was, I was like, so sorry, look, man. Mom, yeah. I got a B. I got a B. She was yeah. like, that's what's up. Like, she was happy to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was never expecting me to get an A, probably, anyway. But uh, yeah. I got an A in some, weightlifting. Some goals are just un-
0: unattainable, you know? I got an A
3: in weightlifting. That's what I was like. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um, where was I? Shoot, I forgot where I was going. What? The but, college. Oh, oh, yeah, the college. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think that I, if I was in a different setting where they threw the ball more and where I had more opportunities, you know, you're only as good as the passes you catch if you're a tight end or, a, you know, you can be a blocker, I guess, whatever. But when you have guys that are running and going to college, going to high-end colleges and they're, like, fast runners, you're running the ball a lot, they're the main focus, it seems like. So um, I didn't have really a lot of opportunities in football, not because I wasn't good, just because I didn't have the ball thrown to me a lot, yeah. you know. So I didn't I – I mean, I was a holder, like – for like extra points and stuff. because you gotta have good hands to catch the ball, put it down. You have know, like a decent hand. So I was doing, so I definitely had good hands, but I didn't have the opportunities that I wish I had if I was, if I was at a passing school. I would have more opportunities in my life, maybe been a, a different route. Yeah. Um, But whatever. You wouldn't be sitting here. Right <laughs> Everything now, happens huh? for a reason <laughs> though. Yeah, maybe I would. Yeah, you would, huh? For a the different a- reason. The NFL retired. Turn,
2: now. turn fighter. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. yeah. Be fighting, uh, who's, who's fighting all these,
3: uh, these YouTube guys and stuff. Jake you know? Paul, Jake yeah, fighting. Yeah. I fight him today. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, because. I think you'll whoop just because I, I don't like him. Not, no, no training right now.
4: Yeah, let me finish my drink. Because <laughs> I don't want that. I don't, well, I don't think the ice will melt that fast. <laughs> Maybe it would. Hey,
2: so uh, let's go back. I keep wanting to go back to uh, yeah. the progression of your uh, your military because uh, you yeah. ended up. Running the running the show for like all of Italy and, and some Africa, uh, you yeah. Know, what, what, and then what, I retired.
4: Boom. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Okay. Good night, guys. Thanks sure. for
2: for listening in. And uh, that one lady that oh, our, I got a whole our bunch one, of questions. One, on. one viewer that's a female. Uh, <laughs> please don't take offense of the the woman joke on training. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We're talking about Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. So are you sure that's the correct pronoun? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, she. Avoided. He. Whatever you. Whatever you are today.
3: <laughs> hey. Whatever you want to be. AM/B whatever you want to be. Whatever you identify with. You can be a freaking chip. I don't care. I identify as a chip today. I identify as a glass of whiskey today. What about you? What do you identify as today? What do you identify as today? You know, a cigar? Never, never thought about it. Cheers. Uh, as a, as a,
2: hey, nine times out of ten, you can identify as a grumpy fucker over here. Hey, 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 hey Just don't call him to <laughs> his face. Yeah, no, I was looking at you. Me?
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's your point <laughs> and are you, yeah so, so are, like, are you just stating the obvious yeah yeah oh yeah. Just, everyone so, already knows it knows me so it's okay all right so yeah. uh you become
2: a <laughs> what, what's it called uh, a train where you're like in charge a kennel master
3: yeah so um i just don't want to like oh i didn't want to like bore you guys so oh, no, um I don't. No, was like, so I was... After oh, I, fuck, you should have stopped at the beginning. Yeah, Why, why'd, you get, why'd you get on the plane? Yeah, why'd you even show up? Why don't you get me a chimichanga?
4: Yeah.
3: Do you have a question? Yeah, do you have a question?
4: Do you have a question? <laughs> he doesn't remember.
2: Do you, do you know what that's about, Dan? Uh, no.
0: Oh, no. Okay, so last
2: night, last night we were having dinner, and uh, I asked my son, I'm like, have you ever met Dan? <laughs> And I turned the TV towards you, and I'm like, "Hey Dan, this is my son," and you're like, Uh yes, young man. Do you have a question?" <laughs> like, like if he was a, a, a like a viewer, I'm sure he's your fan, you know. But uh, he was. I was just introducing him to you. He still doesn't
1: get it. Same I thought I was being polite by simply saying hello, and you
2: know. Can I get you a glossy try uh, try eight try by ten? Some kind of
1: conversation. That's all. Not, Not to some for free. Conversation. <laughs> I
3: don't. I don't. I don't think he said hello.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't think he said hi. <laughs> he, he just said, "Do you have a question?" You got a Question. <laughs> it was mm. just fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good. Yeah, uh, to be sure. there. Location
0: joke. Yeah. Yeah, 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 If you were a part of it, Dan, it'd be funny.
3: Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad reception in parts. So no. we're the only. <laughs> we're, hey, the joke's on us.
2: We don't have an island, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> he has a fucking island. <laughs> but
3: he can't swim. <laughs> yeah, but he's got a skidoo. That good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Um. No. Uh. Yeah. So, the dog stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah uh, uh,
2: so. Uh. Ma- um. Uh. Kennel master. Kennel back master. to the dog stuff. Back to the dog. Kennel um, master. Kennel master. Because not just, just everybody becomes a kennel master, right? Just yeah. Just because you're working
3: with dogs. No. Yeah. So I was um from a. You know, when I was in Virginia, after I left Virginia, where I was, I went to Greece for a year. And After that. I debated on getting out, talked to people, I ended up staying in, going to Spain. Um, when I went to Spain, I was there for for I think it was a little over two years. I deployed there to um, uh, Afghanistan and so in Afghanistan. Um, actually, I'm sorry, I went to Kuwait from there. <laughs> I forget. Went to Kuwait. Kuwait a minute. Kuwait a minute. But it was it was like I was there for a long time. So like yeah, I was in Kuwait for a while, while during my tour in Spain. After I left there, that's when I went to be an instructor. <laughs> Um, you know, so we were doing duty station <clears throat> to duty station, right? I'm instructor at Lackland for a long time at the dog center. Then I'm going, you know, down to South Texas, down You're to still Corpus an E5 Christi. E5 at this time. Uh, no, oh, I made E6 in Spain. So I made E6 in Spain, MA1, and then I went to instructor school. And during that time, there was a competition for the military working dogs, and I got uh, basically told I was going to do it. Um, They're like, Nick, you need to take Virginia and do it, and she's like on my arm right here. And, That's your girlfriend. Uh, yeah, my dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a girlfriend named Saber. It's my female daughter. (laughs) She's my... My daughter, my little girl, man, uh, she's my love of my life. You yeah. know what you said, uh, yeah. Quinn? But, uh, yeah. so, eventually, after that, I got recognized. I did this competition. I finished pretty decently in the competition of like I think it was like 50 dog handlers all over the nation. Um, we finished in the top. When, I, well, we fin- would have finished first in the bite part, but had one little minor hiccup, which was a major hiccup to a dog uh, thing. But it was just missed one little search thing, and it cost us from first to fourth. You know, so. We finished pretty high, in that out of every dog, every dog team that came to do the competition, and that's when I got nominated to be, go to kennelmaster school. And when I went that, then I went to kennelmaster school. But at, even as a Kendall Master, you still can be a trainer. You have to have that NEC. It's another additional school on top of that job career field. Um, so I became a trainer in Italy, like you said, um, over um, you know. Nine, I think it's like nine installations and in, uh, four continents. So, um, you know, we're, we're in charge. It's Europe, Africa, Southwest Asia, you know, and we have Djibouti, so we have Africa. So we have four um, four continents covered there. So uh, just travel around. How
2: many dogs is that? It just like,
3: depends, man. Like Bahrain has a lot of dogs, you know, 20-something dogs. Some other kennels, like in Italy, have like five dogs, you know. So Greece is different than, um, you know, you know, Greece is different than Italy. Italy's different than Bahrain. Sigonella is different. So we all these come all these depends on the mission, right? How many dogs you need? And so I was a trainer for all those dogs. Uh, as far as like the regional trainer, they reported all their reports to me. I go visit every quarter, and uh, or every six months maybe because it's hard every quarter, but every six months or at least once a year to do a, a assessment on their kennel. And um, then I went to Virginia um, to be a re- so I was a regional trainer in Italy, and then the one guy, the guy, my buddy was retiring, so they moved him out of the regional kennelmaster, and I became the regional master as an MA one as an E six, which is I think uh, there has only been one other E six has been a regional kennel master ever, uh, as far as I can, as far as I know, you know. So usually it's a chief, usually it's a chief doing that, that or higher doing that job. Um, Thank you. But. Uh, after that, I went to Virginia and, be, and I was a regional trainer there, and over all of the East Coast, so, pretty much.
2: How does that rank structure work? You know how, like in most, uh, in most like MOSs or whatever, you you have, you know, your your platoon, your platoon sergeant, your you know your your um your officers. You Come know, on, you Marine. Got your, yeah, yeah. Come on, Marine. Been a long time. It it's uh, you got you got your your uh, your staff NCOs. You got this. You know, like then you got your. Uh, your XOs and you got your COs, you know, is that the same way in, in the dog handling world in the military? Did you have somebody like a, a ranking officer in the dog department?
4: Well, were- we all in
3: security, so we all fall under a certain thing, right? When you're on the installation. So we report to the security officer. Everyone does it, not I mean, not directly, right? Yeah. But you have a chief and then the chief reports to the devil, whatever, whoever it is.
2: Yeah, but he's not necessarily the a, 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 the dog guy, right? Well, the
3: kennel, they're not. No, no. they're not. The kennel master is not is really over in, it's it. in charge With you,
2: of... Right, do, it's, there's no one else. Well, the kennel master, yeah, that's
3: yeah. it. Yeah, at a kennel, I mean, I was never really even at a kennel. I was at a region. I went from region, a lot of people were like, oh, I went straight to region, didn't run a kennel. I was like, well, I didn't have to. I didn't, wasn't... Went to region, and I think they mad because I skipped a level and didn't go to run a kennel. I ran a region instead, so they were kind of pissed off. Like, well, why's why's Webster get to go run a region? He ain't even been a kennel master. I said, well, I oh may maybe I'm, maybe they want me to run an entire region. Maybe one kennel ain't enough for me. I don't know. <laughs> like, why are you hating? I didn't like, like, say no. Don't make me a, re- a kennel master at an installation. I was, but they offered me a billet. So whatever, I don't care. Um, <clears throat> it, people get butthurt all the time. Can't make everybody happy. Oh so yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But anyways, so um, but as far as so I do know, because I ran a region, so I know how it works. So the kennel master reports to the security officer, and they just basically you're the you're the SME, you're the subject matter matter expert. So they take you what you're saying with you know as you know as the word, as the gospel, right? Yeah. Out that, on missions, did, right. uh,
2: did you ever have anybody try to overrun your <laughs> your your
3: word on on a mission or something like a oh, my word? Yeah, hell no. anybody gonna talk shit to me? <laughs> nah, I'm, uh, I'm like I'm an E5. What you gonna do about <laughs> yeah. it? And I got a dog now. <laughs> um, no, like it's funny because a lot of guys when you you know you know what you're talking if you do know what you're talking about you have no problem talking about what you you know the yeah. subject. Well. If you're junior and you really are unsure, you may trip up and do whatever someone tells you to do because yeah. you don't want to get in trouble or whatever, but being the SME out there, you stick to your gun you, you, you were you're out there to protect the safety of your dog and the well-being of your dog above- above everything else and uh, you know in order just because someone orders you to do something, that doesn't mean you have to do it. It's got to be lawful. it's got to make sense and if it's, it comes on thing with safety of your dog, um then just say, "I'm not doing that." Respectfully, and that's what I did. I come across a general when I'm at the base. Hey, I need you to sweep these vehicles. My dog been working for 45 minutes or however long. It doesn't matter how long he's been working. He was tired. It was hot outside. I laid him down, water. He's resting in the shade, he got water. Hey, did you just sweep these other vehicles? The dog's like, no, sir. Maybe a little sarcastic, you know. I was like, yeah. I was like, I probably didn't say it like that. I'm just like yeah. making it sound good, right? Now, but, now, now I, you uh, look uh, good. Yeah. It's yeah. Shit's yeah. changed Yeah, yeah right. Now I was like, no, I ain't doing that shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was like, I need to sweep those vehicles. He kind of walked up. I said, my dog's taking. A, I probably said, you know, my dog's taking a break, so he's tired. He's like, listen, I need you to go sweep these vehicles now. Get it done. We got blah 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 coming in. You need to make sure it's bomb free, clear, and everything. I said, he's taking a break. I'm, I'm not doing it, you know. And, and the thing is, is that he tried to get up, like, tried to get all big-chested and tough. He's like, you know who I am? I run the – I don't even know what he said. It doesn't matter. He was like <laughs> – because I forgot. It went in like – in one way or not, the fucking other. Because I already knew what I was going to say after that, you know. So he was just kind of like, what? You hear what I said? You know, trying to bark orders. And that's the whole thing is, like, having a set having having a having a set, you know, of cojones is, like, is important in life because – I told that guy, no, he's a two-star general or whatever he was. I was an E5, but the thing is, what's more important is my safety of my dog, and you can't, they can't win that because if I say my dog's tired and they ain't doing it, I ain't doing it. Yeah. What are you going to go back and say? Hey, that E5 wouldn't search with his dog. He said he was tired. If I was in charge of that dude, I'd be like, well – Dog's was tired. he? Well, was he? <laughs> was he tired? And he'd be like, "Well, oh, he was laying down, drinking water." <laughs> the dog uh, looked at me and went, "Well, shit." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dog was like this, uh, but yeah, I mean, so you know, you you got to stand up for what's you know, you know what's right, and a lot of people don't because they kind of conform and yeah. go with the flow because they don't want to cause no uh, friction. Yeah. Or, do, or do you have any racist dogs? Zero. They, they all like dog food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Quick question for you, Nick. Uh, uh, are you talked <laughs> about one of your de- deployments was to uh, Greece, and you said you stayed in Greece for basically a, a year.
3: That was one of my duty stations. Duty station. Yeah. I was actually stationed there for a year. Yeah.
2: As opposed to a deployment is where you're stationed so somewhere and then get were you get deployed there.
1: Were you working with the dogs at that point in time.
3: Yeah, I was dog handler you were, there. Work, I was assigned working
1: with the dogs at that time.
3: Yeah, I was assigned a dog when I got to Greece. I was a dog handler. Yeah, so I was after I left Virginia, I went to Greece as a dog handler, picked up a new dog. But we just call it like that's my next duty station because I was stationed there for a year, and I guess we call deployments like. Like Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait, Syria. Those are deployments. But yeah, I was actually stationed. I actually lived there for a year on the coast of um, the island of Crete in wow. Hanya. Did you get to go around and tour it
0: and check out all the old? Or did you ever make?
3: Who's first? Go
0: ahead, Mr. Please, sir.
1: Okay, well, that's kind of what I was getting towards there. Did you get a chance to actually do a tour, like go down and see like the Parthenon or things of that nature? What uh, some of the, you know, Rome is full of history. So uh, some of the greatest fights in the world took place in the Colosseum. So.
3: Yeah, gladiators. Yeah, I actually been to both. Uh, went to uh, like far as like being the Parthenon and going to Rome. I saw, I've been to Rome, and to the Colosseum. But uh, yeah, in Greece, I got to go to, I saw the Parthenon, I got to see all the, the ruins. I went to Athens and done everything to do in Athens. Um, went to Balos and Granvusa Island, which is probably the bluest water I've ever seen in my entire life. There's a, there's a ship out there that sunk, and it was kind of cool. Um, so I traveled a lot, uh, you know, Star Beach, Mykonos, you know, different places. I traveled all around Greece. It was awesome. If I was to go back to somewhere to, like, vacation because I'd see it again, it'd probably be Greece. For sure.
2: So when you're training dogs and you go to a station where they have dogs that they've been trained by a, a Greek guy or an Italian guy, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't happen like that?
3: No, it's a U.S. dogs. It's a military working dog program. We got, We don't be like... Yo, you gotta start speaking Greek now. <laughs> well, hey, when in Rome, man. No, no, no. They don't have you don't. Yes. Have, yeah, we don't have. Yeah, it's a, it's funny because it's a foreign base, but it's a it's you know, a lot of Greek people. A lot of Greeks work there and stuff, but the dog work. The U.S. forces run the base,
2: and so the dogs get all trained in one language. It's not like laughing. you gotta go introduce yourself to the dog. Ah, uh, parle italiano. He's like,
4: huh? You know? Like, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. When I show up, I was like, don't they don't los perros? You know. Yeah. Uh, but um no it's they're all trained at Lackland air force base so it's all our dogs and stuff so we have to keep a strict program is what we're doing it's not a it ain't no day-by-day program we have books and protocols and where you order dogs and get dogs and everyone's tracking everything it's a system so it's yeah it's in depth for sure you hungry what is that chimichanga big one Grab it, man. it's a burrito, no, a burrito. man. It's a burrito. Not right now. I don't know. Well, he's are you gonna, he's are you warning you. Gonna... Grab <laughs> it,
0: otherwise it'll be gone. He's gonna eat yeah, both of
2: them. He's gonna give it to Quinn.
3: I'll get one a second. Well, I might eat another one. <laughs> Talk about some fighting, huh? What do you think about that? Yeah, you you have, why don't
2: you ask these guys some questions, man? Uh, you met, uh, uh, you met Don. Yeah, years ago, right?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Where's the photo at?
0: I saw the photo last night on my
3: phone. Yeah, let's see it, man. So Pull it, it, it up.
0: It's fucking funnier and shit. Wait till you see how young
3: this guy looks. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Uh, so
2: where did you guys meet?
3: Uh, we met at the. Uh, hey, that's, uh, hey, he didn't know personal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the first time. <laughs> um, the Fight uh, Island. How do we put it like this? You see it?
2: Hey, yeah. Tony, can you get that on the screen somehow? Yeah. Oh. Not right now. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, but. Here, we'll just do, yeah, just We we
0: just,
2: to just blow line? up Don.
0: <laughs>
3: hey, baby. You see him? Who is that? That's him. Yeah, I know, right? Show, I was like. Show the young kid, though. Oh, you don't see me? You I don't know. even look like you. I got no, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who was that dude? Yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I think you out-angled me. Not even a whisker. I, I think you out-angled me. I think Not even a, a shoulder, whisker. Like, <laughs> definitely out-angled me, that's for sure. Um. Yeah, I mean I, I don't I was there at the Arnold Classic with my mom um at the expo and we were waiting, I think I was waiting in line to meet Branch Warren and Johnny O. Jackson and I just happened my mom was with me and I was like, yo, hold my spot. <laughs> and uh, I had her hold my spot. And I just I I I just walked up to I saw him just he's just walking his ass around and I just saw him and I was like, Oh fuck, that's Don Fry or whatever. And I just went up to him and I was like, uh you know, I introduced I just I said, hey, you know, am you know Hey Don, how's it going? He's like, "Howdy, partner. I so said, "What the hell do you want, boy?" Yeah, that's more like it. Yeah, no, he didn't. He he was nice back then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you still owe me ten dollars for that photo, too. I, oh shit! Okay, Lou Fregno. <laughs> <laughs> he, he charges twenty-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing to Dan.
2: Oh, Dan. <laughs> What's a what's a glossy uh, Dan Severn go, go, going for these days? An eight by ten glossy the wallet. Size. <laughs> no, not the wallet size. The glossy eight by ten. Ask the wallet, you'll get a gauge. <laughs> <laughs> what's a, what's that going for these days, Dan? Signed.
1: Yeah, uh, you you said the price right there at
3: twenty
2: five. Nice, nice. You guys hear that? You guys can can uh, no, get a hold of Dan and, and he'll send you a glossy <laughs> for twenty five bucks.
3: No, the thing was Shirt, is
2: that the, optional. <laughs>
1: That's all. Well, post it to Headlet on top of that now.
4: Come on. <laughs> but the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to
0: get the mail guy to come over and get the, uh, you know, on the boat to get to the mail. And swim oh, right yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, the yeah. That, the, the, no, that's the funny part about that is that the reason why I talk, say about Lou Freakin is everyone was like meet and greets and stuff and like taking pictures and signing pictures. They were just like doing it. If he was charging everyone like $25 to meet him, and to take a picture, and if you did it with yourself, like he would still make charge you 25 bucks. He was the only person doing it in the entire expo that year. Um, that was obviously, in 2013. Obviously, Severn wasn't there then.
2: You don't get an island by not fucking charging. Yeah. I can't have a selfie for free. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Come on, man.
0: And I tell you what, dude, we all need to oh take business. It's tight.
2: It yeah. is tight. Yeah,
3: we're the ones that are screwing
2: up here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan, how much for a selfie on my own phone?
0: The $5. Is $5 or $10? Uh,
1: I'm not this. We'll just You can throw Lou underneath the bus here right now. I'll, I'll let you do that. Oh uh, Come yeah. on.
4: Dan, is it $5 or $10? Let's just say, yeah. Answer the, the question.
0: Uh,
4: no, Mr. Severn. Is it $5 or
0: $10 for a selfie on your own phone?
1: Go, go a little further north, my friend. Go
2: a little further north. Hey, he's got, selfie with my own phone? He's got to get a boat for the island, man. Yeah. You, can't, you can't give it for a dollar, man. What are you going to do? On. You're going to get a, a paddle and a wooden board. You've seen the prices of lumber these days. He won't even open up his wallet for a dollar. <laughs> it might fall out. That's yeah.
4: why. <laughs> You,
3: you got to catch him from across the street with the Zoom.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He doesn't see
0: you. He can smell it, though. Yeah, that's well, 50 that's cents. Like He's belt.
3: like, I see you, 350. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, now, now that, now I do, I just just so you guys, let me at least uh, establish a few get things. Get your hands I up. I always set Defend up a couple yourself. belts so that I have the, I have a professional wrestling NWA title belt sitting next to the UFC title belt, so I always tell people that the first title belt I ever won was a professional wrestling yes, title wrestling. belt, the NWA for National Wrestling Alliance, and then I'm the only guy to ever have a professional NBA, wrestling title belt carried out into my entourage, and that was for UFC number five, and then uh, after winning the, the tournament in UFC number five, I'm the first guy, and still the only guy I know that was holding up both a professional title belt alongside a UFC title belt and I don't think anybody else can actually make that claim so you know uh, probably what 20 years before there ever was a Brock Lesnar that came on the scene you know yeah Dan Severn already did it so it's kind of like going yeah I I don't charge like like what you're saying there Nick uh, just for a normal selfie but if we're (laughs) standing behind those uh, two belts Oh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. That yeah, shit ain't
2: yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know you what? You got to pay for the work he put I, into that. I,
3: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I, was, I was halfway joking. But you got to think, though, if someone's, um, you know, you're getting bombarded and people coming to you all the dang time for stuff. That's like me. Um, people message me all the time, ask me or call me. And the first thing they say is, like, I got a question. I already know what the hell it's about. They asking for dog advice, and and I've I've got to the point where I'm like, you need to book a session with me or whatever, because I ain't got time to be sitting around answering. Here's my answering Cash App. Here's my Cash App ha- handle. Oh, they know I, it's on it's on, <laughs> it's on the website. <laughs> Shit, but like, um, I ain't got time to answer a hundred thousand okay. questions to people. Just like you probably ain't got time to be taking fifty thousand selfies a day with people for free. Not for free? <laughs> that's what well they want—free dog advice. That's what they want. Yeah. That's, yeah, what, he, they want. that's what they want on Facebook. You in,
0: he can squeeze you in for, you know, twenty dollars. <laughs> hey, I just want
3: to know if he has a military discount. <laughs> no, retired, veteran.
1: Okay, Nick. Uh, question for you was: Where did, Never where mind. did, where did pipe come in? The pipe. Okay, your last name's Webster. Where did the?
3: pipe in. He smoked a lot of crack in high school. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I couldn't do this. <laughs> can see her if I did that. Uh, no, my my like. nickname's actually Pipes with an S. Um, but, you know, I was back back when I first got to Virginia. I met a, a buddy of mine, a still a good friend of mine, and um, we were we were lifting. You know, we're big into working out, of course, and we were doing we were benching. And I used to bench press real close, right? Well, when you bench press so close, it builds your triceps up less than your chest. So I used to bench real close, and I was benching like three fifteen, uh, like like you know, pretty pretty easily. But I was my, my hands were this close, and so. The, the point of everything my buddy he's from Wales he's very you know witty and off the off the off the cusp and real fat he's like he's like you ain't nothing but pipes cuz like <laughs> I was really limping. all I was doing was working out my triceps really the whole time and he was like "Nikki pipes" and he started doing <laughs> his little dance like that's he's Welsh he's crazy. very, that's very witty the dude's great he's a witty guy he is a witty guy I'm just saying but very like witty. it was just fun listen it's the kind of guy that listen goes to the bar listen to the story oh. and I'll go back and I'll go back he oh, goes man. to the bar and he goes we're standing there. This is a true story. Standing there, and there's two girls down in the, the bar, right? One is the one in the front is pretty, and the one behind there is not so <laughs> it's pretty. Yours. Not so pretty. <laughs> no, 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 that's not. Yep. <laughs> Negative. But the funny, the funny thing is, he he would say, Hey, and he would yell down the bar. He'd be like, hey. And the girl would go, like, the pretty girl, right? Because you know she thinks she's talking to her. He goes, hey. And she goes, Who, me? And he's like, No, not you. Move her. <laughs> he's like, huh? How you doing? Like that. Well, the funny thing is, is that girl he would that girl would be like, Oh my God. And the, the the pretty girl would be Matt would be like, Why didn't he want to talk to me? Right. Like, why did he say no? Because he was doing it on purpose. Right. Well, by the end of the night, that girl, that it was like he's like, No, you move. I'm talking to her. Like that that girl was like walking out the door with him at the end of the night. Yeah. So it was just so funny how he was thinking about stuff, but he didn't even dude like that don't care about nothing. He just is crazy and will say anything at any given time and um Gave me the nickname Pipes, and so it's, a lot of my friends think my uh, probably thought my last name was Pipes forever because I put you know it's like they call me Pipes, they probably thought that was my name um, until I probably told, like, that's not my real last name, dude. Like, I thought you were Nick Pipes, like a lot of people do, but I just go by Pipes, and a lot of people don't even know my name's Nick probably because uh, I've been going by Pipes for since two thousand three or something. Right, so. It sounds like a pro wrestling name. Man. Hey, I don't know. We can use a different Pipes. different entity. <laughs> yeah. Could be a porn star. Porn star Nick yeah, too, too, Pipes, that's good. Yeah, right? So good. Yeah, I have a calling. Yes, you do. I got a but name. I got a name. Which pronoun would you use for that? Though? Pipes is good. <laughs> it's not just be pipes. I I identify as a glass of whiskey. I told you. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's how that that name came about. Pretty much. It's kind of not really a great story, I guess. But no, that no, was kind of says. You know, it went down. You didn't like you know, it. It went down from I don't there care. From, um, I don't care if you like it. Hey, I
2: got a story. <laughs> It went to shit from there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sounds like some of yours probably. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> At least uh, you can finish the story. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Hey. <laughs> what were you we talking about? Who are
3: you talking to? Uh, yeah, so it's a, I don't know, kind of stuck. That's weird. Sometimes things stick like nicknames. I don't know. The Beast. How'd you, be, how'd you become the Beast? Let me throw it back on you. Uh,
2: but Yeah, also, why is this shirt still on? Yeah.
4: It, shouldn't his
3: shirt be off by now? Yeah, should okay. you be making a nitro iced coffee or something? <laughs> shirt topless
2: <laughs> for your OnlyFans page?
1: Well, the, the Beast name was <laughs> the <laughs>
4: Don't even laugh at that because no, you're not supposed to know of, what uh, OnlyFans is. From...
3: Yeah. Oh, you did it from last night.
4: <laughs> wow. <Well, no, laughs>
3: look yeah. at that look. Well, well,
0: <laughs> Naughty Boy, <laughs> he's, he's got that, the, that palm frond uh, crown going on, like like the key tea torches. <laughs> okay, do you have a question?
4: <laughs> okay, Mr. Seven, you have a question? Do you have a question? <laughs> I couldn't even say it without laughing.
1: Uh, no, I'm I, I'm at a loss. I'm at, I'm at a loss, fellas, uh, on questions No, I really
3: want to know about the beast. Please tell me.
1: You kind of, you kind of make me go stand over the corner here.
2: Oh no, no, we no really? There. Where
3: did the beast come from? Seriously?
1: No, the 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 the, the ring name, the beast, came from the legendary NFL Hall of Famer Jim Brown. He was one of the play-by-play commentators at one point uh, for several of their shows, and he's one that basically gave me the day because he just never uh he never seen anyone be so calm turned it up the way that i turned on it i mean in in Mm -hmm. his own words when he first met me he did not think that much of me because i was the only guy that showed up to the press conference because they didn't have a way in there were no weights weight classes back in the the no holds barred era so on the on the friday night press conference you basically had a moderator uh, and then you have four of the, the athletes on one side and four of the uh, participants on the other side, and basically he just had kind of cue cards. He goes and contests number one, stand on up, and uh, and this is, you know, for example, he might be Hoist Gracie. Hoist Gracie is this tall, and he weighs this much, and he hails from uh, Rio de Janeiro, and basically and, and his, his martial art is you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so, or Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. So then he sits down, and, he, and then goes on to the next person. So Literally, he, he said, he goes, I was the only guy to show up to the press conference wearing a sports jacket, a tie, yep. and wearing my glasses. I wear glasses for a distance. Ah. And everybody thought that I was somebody's agent. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: I was with L. Snow, the professional wrestling trainer, oh, Al yeah. Snow at the time. And uh, they all thought that I was him and, he, and that uh, you know we had reverse roles because you know, all these other contestants are wearing like tank tops muscle shirts you know that kind of stuff all looking tough and that and here i'm looking like somebody's agent so it wasn't until the actual uh press conference here i'm standing up there that uh, they realized i'm dan Severn. and uh and then basically you uh, know when i i climbed up into the octagon cage he says it was kind of like watching uh clark kent morph into <laughs> superman taking off his glasses and you know turning up the turning it up a few notches he never saw anyone be uh suplexed on their head before and that was you know i was just that guy that just used my amateur wrestling background and i used it in a way that uh not many people ever ever
0: did huh. all right dan where the fuck did the beast come from there you go my long story where did the beast come from dan
3: yeah jim brown
0: jim brown just gave it to
3: him yeah but he you a beast. they call you a beast or yeah that was, was that his nickname huh
1: yeah, he just said, yeah, he just couldn't believe that I you know, oh. did how I just transitioned into such a, such, such a beast, be so oh. calm manner into basically like a beast like that of, uh, of a individual competitor. <laughs> oh, I would, yeah. Oh.
2: Maybe it was the beauty in the beast. Maybe it was the beauty. Maybe it had like makeup on one side. side.
0: I must have missed, I must have missed the point there altogether. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's down there somewhere.
4: <laughs>
3: I mean, I want to know that. Like, I don't know. The- I just kind of want to know, did you stop wearing like suits? Like after you realize no one else was wearing like no he still brought the same. Did, did one? you wear a suit every he, press he conference? The same one for fifty years. All was <laughs> like one hundred twenty something fights. Yeah. Oh,
0: the old wolves The same suit. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit,
3: that's a fucking all tough yeah. suit. It, it was, it was, yeah.
2: He's gonna wear that same one to his uh his uh, high school reunion, which is coming up this year. Yeah. You want to tell him uh, how many years you've been out of high school,
3: Dan? <laughs> same suit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think I've given you guys too much a can of fodder to shoot me with here. Yes, I, I, I shall tell you the breaking points. This this coming August, here, I'll be going. I will be attending my forty fifth annual high school re- reunion. Yes, forty fifth. Well, and how old are you?
2: <laughs> forty two, right? Forty two. Yeah. <laughs> Our guest is forty two. <laughs>
4: wow,
0: I feel old though. Oh yeah, you look old, especially when you hear that
3: he's going to uh, his reunion. is he's three years old. That's crazy, than you. I know. I know. <laughs> but, you know, I go to the gym and I talk to these kids that work at the desk, and they're like twenty one years old. I'm oh, like, yeah. shit, I was in the military twenty one years. Yeah. So it goes both ways. And twenty two days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's like, yeah, fucking yeah. counting? Yeah. Twelve hours. <laughs> every every second minutes. counts. Every second counts. <laughs> Don't forget it. Forty five <laughs> years, man. Yeah, 45 year <laughs> reunion. Holy moly. I bet it's going how many of y'all going to be there? Like four? Uh, like, how many people usually show up to those things after 44? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know, they open up the door, and go, "Suey,
4: Suey, Suey, Suey!" Hey, hey okay. they, they're hey. like,
3: they're like, we reserved the cottage, because hey, we don't he, need to get a big. He's going because he has
4: a
2: better chance of getting some uh, door prizes and stuff. Because 25 <laughs> chance now. You got me something. Got me something free. You got me
0: something free there this time. Or, 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 or one
2: uh, and four, I
3: got to win something. Or he's gonna take his glossies and uh,
2: <laughs> make some money. While he's there, hey,
3: all I want to know is why, oh. why all I want to know is why is there four people show up, five door prizes, and he still loses.
0: Yeah, he's not gonna Dude, lose. Are you not. gonna charge for uh, the photo at the reunion?
3: <laughs> yeah, how much for a selfie at a reunion?
0: We got a lot of questions. <laughs> well, Mr. Yeah, Severo, okay, well, so anyway, moving along. No, 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 we want to know are you charging I'll, I'll, for photos?
4: At reunion?
3: <laughs> There's only four others you get a group
4: that's uh, selfie. <laughs> okay. how much for a group selfie <laughs> the uh <laughs>
3: the
1: third the, the herd is thinning out i'll put it that way the herd is thinning out it's uh uh i, I kind of sad re- receiving the annual uh newsletters that i do receive because usually it's uh you know another one has bit the dust so uh-huh. yeah I don't expect it to be a a really a big turnout to begin with because a lot of people have moved on to different uh, destinations. Are you holding
0: it at Fight Island?
2: Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, in the car. You context. get, rent, you get money. And you get money, you get rent it out for the
0: weekend and you can become a tax write off for you. I mean, the whole thing would be perfect. <laughs> and you could get Scandalous for Mr. Dan be scandalous.
2: And you Just could for... get Fry to stand out there and wait for the plane and say the plane the plane the, <laughs> the plane. plane, boss, the plane. <laughs> that, that he doesn't uh, Nick doesn't get that cuz he's only been around for 42 <laughs> I thinking, years. I do know that.
3: Do you? Not like you do though. <laughs> You're older than me though. You've done know more. Yeah. You've seen it more.
2: You know what I'm talking about. The plane.
3: Yeah, the plane, boss. The, uh, yeah, have, yeah, 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 yeah. Fantasy, Fantasy Island. I, oh, I, we I got a
2: name. Fantasy Island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah. tattoo That's from
3: Fantasy
0: Island. Yes. Boy, Wait, is that just like uh, uh, scandalous? Huh? Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know what? You could. He doesn't have to. Uh, we don't have to get a, a little person. We could just have him stand in the water up to his knees, so yeah. he looks like <laughs> a
4: little guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we already we already know that we're not exactly politically correct. Yeah. Uh, nor do we. Uh, d- nor do we care to be politically correct. So oh, for well, those, fuck it, we're getting a uh, midget. Yes, <laughs> and might get butter, they do have the option to switch turn channels.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Says who? So any mid- midget. It says I'm not politically. Correct. Any midget out there that wants to work on the island, yeah. uh, contact Dan suit. Severn. Bring your suit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and your water wingy things probably, don't find a mustache he yeah. probably has extra sets anyway. if you he can't, can't grow a mustache we'll provide one for you for sure Don has like four on his face <laughs> That's a, <yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> I just <laughs> peel one off <up>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got
2: four mustaches yeah. that was a good one dude hey fuck you up <laughs> Uh, you like that one Dan what's it about you this time he's got an eye mustache on left and right (laughs) and he's got a lower lip mustache I gave gave Dan a break we gave Dan a break for a second he's like like, shit I can breathe dude that's a a great comeback for him to say like fuck my eyebrows bigger than your mustache (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: he's like bragging about it
3: (laughs) and what mic drop (laughs) (laughs) eyebrow gang Oh my god. Man, I'm done talking about eyebrows and mustaches what's
4: that?
1: My question is I it's been brought to my attention that uh you there was a an incident where there was someone that that broke into your home in San Antonio and that uh your dog Gage made an encounter. Could you elaborate on the story yeah, as to what went down do in the uh, in San Antonio?
3: Yeah, man. So I um you know my my uh my dog Gage, which is you know basically my entire life. Um, he's 11 now. He was about you know he's all, but not even a year old probably. You know because it happened in like January, like right after Christmas. So he wasn't even a year old. But um, the thing about it is the neighbor had it just. I know Christmas had just passed because there was a big old TV box on the curb. Big old, So back in 2000, I guess 10, right? Um. The so <laughs> No, the 50-inch was a big TV. Really? So like a 52-inch or whatever was a big TV. And that box was sitting on the curb next to my house. And I don't know what's inviting more of someone to come break in your house than a big old TV box. <laughs> it looks like you just put a new TV in your house. What yeah. a better. What and there's a, the box to carry it in. <laughs> hell, he probably put it in the box and then took it home. Who knows? But the box was just sitting there. It broke down just sitting there. Anyway, broke in her house and robbed her blind. And uh didn't come to my house the same day. Came back to my house on a Saturday evening. I did have when I had Gage. So when I got Gage at seven weeks old, I think it was, I immediately started working with him on behaviors and obedience and started laying the ground. By Gage six, is a Malinois. Gage is a Belgian Malinois, yeah. And I I got him in San Antonio from some friends of mine. How much did
0: he weigh at that time?
3: Well, what time? It's when seven weeks old? Seven weeks old. Shit, yeah. I don't know what. 10 pounds, 12 pounds? Oh, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. What's a hand yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's Don's hand <laughs> Fucking 14 37, pounds. 37. 14 uh, kilos. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a key I mean kilos. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, so I started working with him at a young age, and I was at the dog center as a, uh, working there as an instructor, whatever. So um, I was training dogs all day long, and when I got him, I was just so motivated to get started. So by six months old, he was fully attack trained, Bite work. We've done scenario. I have buddies come through the door wearing bite suits or hidden sleeves to where you can't tell they're wearing anything. Come through windows, doing all kinds <laughs> of crazy shit. Cause I yeah. was so moto that I was just like, I want to do more shit. So Gage has seen the picture of door invasion. He's seen the picture of someone coming through a window. He's seen these pictures. We call them pictures in the canine world, the dog trainer Scenarios, world yeah. picture. I have seen this, I seen that. So you don't know if you bring your dog into a situation and they haven't seen that exact picture, they may hesitate or not be unsure because they're not trained on that exact picture. Yeah. that makes sense. Um, so he was trained on all these, all these. And this particular Saturday night, I was out at a bar. I had a – he was in the house. You know, he's out. He's 11 months old. 11 months old. He's trained. He's out. I got the internal alarm where – you can walk around the house, but if you open a door or raise a window, the alarm sounds silently. And it did – you Do you get – Notified? No, I didn't get notified, but the alarm company calls me immediately, right? So they they contacted me. Well, I mean, they didn't. Well, the alarm doesn't notify. I'm saying it's a phone call. But anyway, they called me like, "Hey, you need to go home. There's been an alarm, this and that." And they had already told me that my dog had attacked somebody. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, I don't even know what I said. I just said, "Well, good," you know. But I was like, "What?" You know. And they were like, "You need to get home. The they're they were saying that the cops were going to shoot my dog. I need to hurry up before something oh. happens. And I'm like, hold the fuck up, you know? And they're like, well, so I'm like, get home, whatever. And I'm talking to the lady, and she's basically telling me that they that the dog has bit the guy, but he won't come off the guy. Because you know how it is, like, in the wild with wolves, they get a kill or any, a lion. is like, yo, get off my kill. Yeah. You know, they're like, so that's what Gage is doing. He, this guy, he got this guy, you know, down, and he was fucking eating. The guy was fighting, and when you fight, that's more prey drive, right, and yeah. they, he bites harder, and, you know, that's how that works, right? So... Um, I get home and she's telling me, and the guys got go- guns. You know, they're they're ready to shoot my dog, man. And uh, to preserve life and safety, even if someone broke in your fucking yeah, house. Piece so, of like, shit, right. here's what I don't get: well, how are you going to be like? I'm going to shoot your dog for protecting your property, but we got to save this guy's life that broke in your house. Because uh, how the hell is that that back ass words I don't. Because <laughs> they're not; they're the victims. That's that's why. How they're crazy is that, huh? Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, because they were unfortunately raised. You know. I don't uh, think it's like that these days in Texas.
3: Maybe not. In San Texas
2: is supposed to be a, a, a really uh, protect your
3: but property state. But I guess if you're watching yeah. a dog mauling a dude that's fighting for his life, yeah, what, what are you going to do? I don't know. Like, you just say, well, shouldn't have broke in. That's what I should have. Wrong house, yeah. Wrong house, That's probably not protocol, though. But anyways. They probably so
2: did pretty good not They, they waited. Him. Yeah, you know No, no, I, mean? I was
3: down. I, yeah, so I was like 10 minutes away. So I had to get the call, getting to get home, getting ten car, minutes is a long time. when You're getting
2: mauled by a dog. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, that's longer. I mean, yeah, and I ran, and I was fast. You know, what I mean, so I don't. So a lot of that was maybe a standoff with Gage and the the, the cops because you know he's coming off, and they're you know they're maybe they're trying to like get in there. I don't know. They should have called a canine unit. To I don't think that would have worked though with a bike wrap because he's yeah. got the real thing. Why would he come on <laughs> that to go to yeah. a bike wrap? Actually, I trained him to go to not look at the bike wrap and look at the person in yeah. training. So, um, anyways. I get there. I call him out. I give him out. I'm like Gage out. He sees me. Let's go. Immediately comes to me, looking like Cujo's brother. Like you know, like it's crazy. And he's uh, he's like, I never seen a dog so amped up in my life. Like just shaking so much. Like just I don't know. It's hard to explain. What, I, did. I don't know, no, man. He's good? so yeah. proud of what he did. Yeah, like yeah. he was just like. Like I, I swear, if he was like a firework, it'd be like <laughs> I don't, I don't even know, dude. Like, damn, a big ass firework. I don't know. Like it, it like, Four, three, he would have come exploded, exploded because he was so happy what he did. And I'm not correcting that shit, right? I'm like, hell yeah, I was like Good. what the fuck? He's but anyway, there, yeah. but this guy, um, this these three guys, so three guys actually broke in reports and only two of them got away. So you know you ain't gotta be that the slow, fast. the slow one. Yeah. yeah. So I gotta be faster, yeah, faster than, than you. Yeah. yeah. So like, why are you point at me, man? I'm pretty fast. It's I don't know. I, don't know. Like yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I ain't gotta be. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm not gonna be last. I don't know who I'm running <laughs> with. Yeah. Yeah. I but. think
2: if we race, it's gonna be
3: one, two, three. <laughs> well, maybe four <laughs> he gets a head start yeah <laughs> but um yeah so you know called him all apparently those dudes had been doing in, in, that in the neighborhood and whatnot. so uh I don't really know what happened to the dude I mean I don't think he I'm, didn't get into Joy's 52-inch TV, though. Yo, no, no, oh, I don't know if you know, it was him, but oh, no, he didn't get my TV. But that, that, I thing when they broke in, they had my some of my stuff on the floor. Like, that my TV was on the wall, and it was on the floor when I went in. So they must have been in. I think Gage was in my bed in the back room and just, like, out, passed out. It was like midnight. You know, it was late. And and he just like, what the fuck? Like... Holy, like, and he came out and saw it. And Nick, why are you reacted? fucking with me? I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. well, he didn't, yeah, I guess he didn't wake up right away because, like, they were quiet. I think it was a decoder, the thing you put up to the, the electronic boxes or whatever, and they think they decode, they can do it. <laughs> like they can do your wallet with your credit card. You know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about, right? They can bring up a handheld machine and put it on your wallet, and if really? you don't have, like, one of these, like, one of these, um, yeah. well, that's why I have one of these. One of these things right here, it can it can transfer your credit card information, debit cards to their phone, and they got your card number and shit. Really? Swear to God. So, yeah. so that—that's a real thing. It. This this protects prevents it. Prevents it. Yeah. It's a phantom, yeah. This protects your cards and it keeps them all in here. It I don't know. Have, I'm not sponsored it. by Phantom, but what the fuck, like... you're
2: gonna put that around your TV? Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, it's for your fucking money. <laughs> yeah, you can buy a fucking TV. I gotta get one of those, man. Yeah, get yeah. They're not sponsored by them, but I wouldn't mind. So y'all hit me up. Here's okay now. It's a phantom. It's <laughs> yeah. a phantom. Yeah, they got different ones. Just type in, um, I, I don't know, shit, protection wallets or whatever. But this is a phantom. Yeah, there's a ridgeback, and they get different colors. Yeah, and I've shit. seen the ridgeback one. There's different oh, colors. Oh, I think it's called ridgeback, ridge something. Oh. But there's different colors. You can get like wood grain. You know, like with oh, a black clip. with a black clip might might suit the environment. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Check your shit, man.
4: Yeah. <laughs> i'm broke all my shit's an amc and no bitcoin eh? hashtag amc
3: yeah all right so face the story please yeah so i called him so after i called him out and they could they, i basically i don't know what happened to the guy they i, I suspect he bled out because it was not a, it, <laughs> it was at his throat and there was a lot of blood on my foyer because it goes in like that and it's yeah. all and i think that um, it, it was a disaster on the walls and everything. So, and, that dude, and when I got and when I got there, this guy's laughing at the. Oh my god! Is this your friend Tell over me here? More. <laughs> Stay on so, so, task. So man. What happened? Any any organs showing? I'm, I'm like I'm like. Dude, I'm fucking done, man. I'm out of. No, no you can't stop. It was, you good. it was good. You sure something else didn't I mean, happen? I'm having towels to take hey, your mop. Oh but my god. No, oh, I didn't. Pay, I fucking paid someone to do that. That was a disaster.
2: So you never you never heard anything about the guy after? Well, work? here's
3: the deal. I've seen. Wasn't much left. I've, <laughs> I've been around, seen a lot. After Gage, he must have tripped for sure, and I think Gage, Gage got him in the like in the back of the leg. But when the guy started moving, his arms moving, Gage transferred up a little further north because and. When when he got a hold of it, dude. Was fighting arms, fighting, and he ended up getting over here by the neck side. And uh, it just went to town because they're not just fighting like this and stuff. So when I got there, <laughs> the dude was bleeding, he was, he was it was excessively still bleeding. Um, I say 10 minutes, I swear to god, it felt like an hour, but I don't even know how long it really was for me to get there, you know. But it felt <laughs> like it took forever, but it didn't. But the guy was still, ble- I mean, he was. Not very. He wasn't moving. He didn't move much. <laughs> he wasn't moving. He was still bleeding. So I don't know. They took him out. Never heard word. Never even got. Never even got a freaking phone, phone call from the police. Uh, from the police. Really? You think they would call you? To- they didn't even claim my freaking phone, they're,
2: like, they're like, hey, uh, can you keep me in touch? I want to press charge. And then they're like,
3: yeah, uh, it's not gonna happen. What well, the other two dudes got away? If that guy lived. Yeah, if that guy you. lived. If yeah. he didn't, if I'm he just did. suspecting he didn't live. How's he going to sue me for breaking into my house? Yeah, okay. Oh, it happens. Happen. I don't think that happens in Texas. Um, happens here. Yeah. California, too. You're
2: like... Well, let's not talk about that.
3: 80 miles from Mexico.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, 80 miles. Right. Crazy,
0: stupid shit. Happens.
2: <laughs> so thing,
3: let, let me ask you a question. Yeah.
2: Since you've been around training these dogs for a long time, I, we used to... Me and Sam used to have this argument... Um You know, when Malinois just came on the scene for, you know, for working at prisons and and, uh, law enforcement, military, Mm -hmm. you know, we used to argue and he used to tell me, it's like, there's no way you're going to fight this dog. There's no way. Yeah. Do you think you could fight a Malinois just hand to hand and survive? A trained fight Malinois. You, because of what you know. Yeah,
3: I can. Yeah, because I know what to do in a dog fight so I know what to do to get a dog off a dog it's a two-man job but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get messed up you're gonna, gonna get, get bit, bit to sh- I don't know where he, where he bites yet shit he bites in my damn throat I'm probably not gonna get him off no, I'm not, probably man. done yeah that's a wrap probably yeah he bites me in
2: you know shouldn't have been stealing a tv any- fucker anywhere yeah. <laughs> right. they're pretty damn cheap
3: too <laughs> yeah now. yeah they're cheap now Fuck. yeah you don't get my stealing. car get my car number back <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so so you it's it's, po- it's possible right no, no doubt. It depends on where they bite you, the arm or whatever. You know, this dog bites me in the arm. I'm just going to sacrifice the skin of my arm to spin him around and reach underneath and grab right here at the Adam's apple and just squeeze as hard as I can. Dog releases bite. Yeah. That's what happens. I mean, no one can. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what. That's why we use pressure for leash. Plate. We teach pressure and certain things right here. You got carotid artery. All these things right here. Same but, as ch- yeah, choke. Yeah, same thing. But with, with the with the dogs, you're not gonna be like shh you're hitting with a fucking I don't Vulcan pinch. Yeah, whatever. Like, hey you're but when you grab here and you freaking squeeze it right at Adam's apple, the jaws have to release. So yeah, I could for sure. But I ain't trying to do it. So yeah. I mean I don't get bit by any dog. Honestly. Like fucking teeth hurt. It'd be fine. like people are like, Oh, that dog bite? I'm like, You got teeth, don't he? <laughs> Does your dog bite? No. My, yeah,
2: my dog doesn't <laughs> bite <that thing. laughs> you your department. Debon- my, dog dog my, well, my, <laughs> my dog
3: drinks milkshakes. My dog doesn't eat. He drinks only. Only drinks. It's a liquid diet.
0: <laughs> you, you've never seen the Pink Panther? I had a
3: question for Dan, the man. Oh, no. The my, beast, my, my, Milo bites. The
0: beast. Get away, Nick.
3: I I asked Don this question. How much is it, Dan? <laughs> yeah,
2: it'll be fourteen ninety five. How much for the selfie <laughs> at the reunion? <laughs>
3: uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, really, what I want to know, I asked Don this uh, earlier, just shooting, a, just shooting a shit, but because um, I don't know, I've done like I just like to mess around and play and practice and stuff. But I want to know what it feels like when you walk down the ramp before a fight. What are the feelings? you have
1: well basically um i'm just trying to re- keep my composure and uh keeping uh, breathing you know just uh slow deep breaths just uh keep yourself calm even uh, even when you're inside that octagon cage today they, they should shut that door and you know you're 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 basically less than probably a minute from competition because uh, you know they're going to make their announcements as to who's fighting out of the the red corner, who's fighting out of the blue corner, and uh, basically uh, just waiting for things to get going. Just remain calm c- composure. But my, uh, I mean, Nick, my my international wrestling experience helped me a great deal because Americans are hated in a lot of foreign countries because of what they're governments put out as propaganda and that. Mm-hmm. Um and so to be hated was pretty much a common theme. And I was really good about tuning out the uh tuning out the crowd, tuning out uh yeah. basically everybody except for whoever my opponent was. So I was pretty good about that. But then also understanding the psychological aspects of uh competition and uh I could almost tell you at the beginning of a. Uh, of a match, what was about to happen pretty quickly, just because of, of you know of the psychological uh, aspects that, that also goes along with with the match.
3: So you so you think that so, so you uh, think that the uh, you would do just as good without fans as you did with fans, like say in today's time because there's no fight no fans like a lot of the events, the empty arena, the empty arenas. You you saying that would not affect your energy or your. Uh, I don't know, like how you're feeling before a fight.
1: No, no, I don't think so. Cause I mean, I've competed, you know, when you look at a lot of the Olympic trials and stuff like that, a lot of these matches that took place, even then they were always in small group type of settings. So uh, no, I don't think it would really affect me really one way or the other.
3: That's 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 funny. It's really that's. There's a lot of people say that the fans bring energy and they kind of like. Some people feed they, they off it. There's feed, so many different. I feed, feed, off, I of feed off. of the crowd. You right? feed off the crowd. Yeah. yeah but that, I I,
0: prefer, I'm, I perform better um, in front of a crowd. I'm, I'm not the. You got guys who can win the national championship or the world championship in the wrestling room, but once they get out in front of a crowd, they take a shit. You know, mm-hmm. and they just freeze up and get.
3: Like, yeah. you know, like if you're in a position and they're like calling your name and want you to get up and say, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like it makes you want to get up more maybe. Yeah, you like got you people you cheering get...
2: your name. That's adrenaline, man. <laughs> but seriously. Yeah, but they're like,
3: you, you're you're a danger, but you're like, you're obviously you're trying to get up, no shit. But like. That energy would make me feel like it would give me more motivation to get up, like try hard. You know what I mean? Like, and, like you said, like just shouting your name, like, like yo, Don, get yo. And you're like fuck yeah, I gotta get up. Right, I don't know, motivation? You know, I don't know.
0: When I fought in UFC nine in Detroit, you know, I fought a Brazilian fighter, uh, Mari Batesh, yeah. tough, tough, tough guy. And they started chanting USA, USA, you know. It's like, yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, Got to be for me. You find, <laughs> so you He's found, from Brazil. No shit, right? But <laughs> so you found
3: some, some some locked up energy at, during that when you heard that. Oh, just, it's like just, it just felt, oh. Yeah, it was like, like an amp, you know. Yeah. 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 But, but Dan, I mean, that's just kind of, I, I just find it, like, super ironic. Like, it's crazy that, like. Two different, like like everybody's Everybody's different, but like so you don't so like if someone was yelling like you know beast beast like that wouldn't like motivate you and make you, you wouldn't feel it a little bit more maybe.
1: Well, okay, I I felt more that energy again. My I have to talk about my amateur wrestling career. I I was good at tuning things out. It wasn't (laughs) until getting involved in professional wrestling. (laughs) that I actually started listening to the crowd more because professionalism is is a totally different product than mixed martial arts. You're looking for um, reactions from that crowd. So you have to be more in tune to what the audience is taking place. Yeah, Um, You also, you have to be more in tune as to what the referees do because the referee actually has a microphone in his ear and he can tell you, what, what, uh, if you need to end the match, uh, shortly, um, and he, he's a great communicator, cool. uh, for the professional wrestlers. I mean, uh, Nick, have you ever, have you ever watched professional wrestling?
3: I know everything about professional, <laughs> professional wrestling. Nick Pipes, come yeah. on. No, seriously. I was raised on professional wrestling. We could talk professional wrestling all day long. Yes, well, I gotta, I gotta okay, ask
1: well, d- during the, okay. Well, let me let me ask you then, Nick. Uh, when uh, when you're watching, Professor was that at, uh, I guess yeah. what at the peak of your viewing, who were some <laughs> of the who were some of the characters that you enjoyed watching? Oh
2: man, you go on all day.
3: I could go on all day. I love a lot of them. I don't know. Obviously, Hulk Hogan, the epitome of awesomeness. Uh, Rick Flair. <laughs> I, my dad loved Rick Flair. He was a big. Woo! Like uh, my dad would walk around saying that shit sometimes, but like he loved Ric Flair. Pretty old oh, Ric Flair. You have some Charlotte, North Carolina, up the street from where I'm from, not far away, actually. Oh, you, your accent just got. You talk about Ric Flair, your accent just went off the. So no, that was just the North Carolina thing. Um, you wouldn't understand. Probably. But uh, no, uh, yeah. So like Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Um, I mean, now yeah, go back. Like, I, I, I love watching a lot of guys. Like um, yeah, can you know – a little. Jake the Snake like Jake the Snake and all the I don't know the Iron Sheik and Lex Luger and no, back in those days I don't, I mean that's when I was actually growing up watching Watching wrestling. and then obviously the other people now. But like, I love the what old about stuff. about The Rock. I love. No, I like the old stuff better though. I like the old stuff better. Like, I really remember. I remember having a professional ring uh, with some big rubber wrestlers that were huge. If I threw one at you, a freaking, it would knock your teeth out. It was so heavy. And it was like, one of the first ones I got was King Kong Bundy. Oh man! And he must have weighed about. I don't know if I weighed about that that figurine I got. Must have that. It's like a real wrestler. Like, it must have weighed like twenty pounds. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Hey, I got a I got a, I got a yeah, quick question to to back about the beast. You know, I, I was just going to ask him if uh, if he's ever been called the beast by a woman and uh, girlfriend, why ex wife, ex-wife, wife, whatever, and did that affect your performance for the better or for the worse?
4: <laughs> Rick, I mean, uh, geez, Jesus oh,
1: Peter. I mean, it's uh, rich. Uh, we. Uh, <laughs> i had to do I think, it i think we're on we're <laughs> two different the, we're on we're two different ends of the spectrum
2: no, I, right now huh? <laughs> but
3: but i know I, I think i know what you're getting at dan about the whole uh you know me watching wrestling and my favorite you, you uh they feed off the energy right and the energy is what brings the excitement like the ultimate warrior i just happened to uh, watch him on my fire stick the other day and like i watched his fight it was like wrestlemania right cuz it just it just does random stuff like random shows and i watched it just to see some old stuff and it was old stuff from back when i was a kid ultimate warrior comes out with the like that and he gets up and he's hitting the ropes and he's and the crowd is going freaking bananas like Hogan says, 70,000 or whatever. <laughs> like, but, like, there, it, it, it was packed. The energy was, like, with the music and the fans. And, like, so I think I understand what you're saying about going to MMA from wrestling because, like, I think maybe, like, kind of like I do with dogs, take them more of the same places so they get desensitized. I think because of the crowd was so hype, probably in the professional wrestling aspect, that when he went to MMA it wasn't a big thing because he's desensitized because he heard it so much when he was doing professional wrestling.
1: Yeah, I was actually way more nervous doing professional wrestling than I was climbing into a cage doing the uh, Ultimate Fighting Championships, mixed Crazy. martial arts.
3: And you are really hitting hit in the face. Because
1: one, <laughs> one you're, you, well, I mean, you got to look at one, you're filling a, a certain window of time and you have to make certain things happen. Whereas in a real altercation, all you should be able to do is win, and, and it can be done in 10 seconds or, you know, it may last you a long time, but I was, I was really good about making short work of opponents. To where I always call it piecework. They're not paying me by the hour out here. I'm, I'm just uh, gonna go out there and make short work of people.
3: Yeah, I was watching the one. I was watching one of your fights where it was saying like, you know, they announced like before the fight how much the fighters are getting. <laughs> Did you know that? Did you see that? You ever no, seen one? Of I don't that? remember that. They're like, I think it might have been like a tournament or something but they're like. Maybe they didn't say it like I said it on the on the actual video. I don't know if they say it at the actual fight over the intercom, but they're like the winner gets fifty thousand dollars. Uh second place gets uh like twenty five and if it's a tie they both get thirty or some shit like that. And I was like, Did they tell people that? Maybe I was I was watching an old old thing, but I was like, Was that like it sounded like commentating? Yeah. Did they announce that before? No, the I don't fight? think they
2: did. I think you watched uh uh It like sounded a- live like at that time. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember that happening.
1: No, I, I, no. At the time that uh, you're talking about, if you, especially if you go back to the old uh, UFCs, they they literally would tell you that you were fighting for fifty thousand yeah. dollars at that time. You know, and 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 honestly, my guarantee, my guarantee to walk inside the octagon cage was one thousand dollars, and for one thousand dollars, I actually would sign a contract that stated in black and white in the event of your accidental death now there's only two things you couldn't do you couldn't bite somebody and you couldn't stick a finger in their eye socket but even then it wasn't grounds for disqualification it was just simply like you know slap your hand and go hey (laughs) give him his eyeball back and let let my guys be guy my guys and let's let's go on here now fellas don't be doing that stuff
3: i think that's that's uh, almost like being legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's the same thing. Yeah. How many? But did he slap your hands twice? I mean, what? No, did, I, what, what? I think anyway.
2: what he's saying is that <laughs> you had you knew what you were getting. You know, a fifty thousand. But I don't remember them saying it like on a broadcast or even. Yeah. I, I think show what happened you. in the video you're watching. I think it was overlaid
3: afterwards. Maybe. I don't know. It's, maybe I watched again. I'll show you. It sounded like it was live because it was doing it like. The way it was, I don't know, it was, it's kind of flow with the video. I don't know, maybe it did, but it, it was saying it might have been your uh, fight against Ken Shamrock, um, where they where I saw where they were saying the winner gets fifty, the loser gets twenty five, and if they if it's a tie they get thirty each. I think it was the the match against uh, Shamrock for the belt.
0: Which one, the, the first or the
3: second? Or Had to be the first third? one, right? He he was the they champ. Three he was times. the champ. All right, then. and he got. I think, um yeah. Well, he fought. I think he got choked out by Ken Shamrock. That was the first, yeah. Is that the first one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like he's. Let's <laughs> <chaotic. laughs> <laughs> let's let's move along. Taboo. Move along.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, move I'm enjoying along. it. I'm, I'm enjoying it now.
3: <laughs> I'm enjoying this now.
4: What? No, I was just wondering that. That's that why I think yeah. that's
3: where I saw that about the money. I wasn't trying to talk about that. He was asking me which one. I was like, oh, I don't know which one it was. Like I didn't really know. I wasn't even going to talk about anything else. I was just yeah. talking about the commentary. Like, <laughs> you went there, Don, not me. You want, oh, he got. Choked yeah, how did we out. go
1: for professional wrestling that and the Ultimate Warrior here shaking the ropes and uh, yeah? How do we go for professional wrestling to to mix my shorts again? Here, that's.
3: We're all over the place. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know how it went. I guess I was, well, it always goes back to the, I, my question while I was asking about the fans being there. Did it give you energy? That's pretty yeah. much what it was. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, 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 oh. No, it went there because he said, no, they don't. I'm like, well, I want to know why. He, and you he said he, it does. He so. missed the best one about
2: uh, about uh, dance performance, Being Called the Beast. By A woman, it did it uh, affect yeah. him one way or the other, you know? Yeah, he
3: missed that. Yeah, he missed that. Where we he was asking about his uh, has he ever been called the beast by a woman and <laughs> did it, it affect his uh, yeah. at energy levels, <laughs> if you want to say. <laughs> He, he, like, he failed the he, – he just went like sh- – No, sh- no. <laughs> he
2: said, I'm used to performing in small crowds. So, <laughs> so now I've just went on with my business, it you know. didn't bother me. Made short work of it.
3: <laughs> I, I don't know. He kind of avoided it to me. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like he avoided it. Peace work, you know. I think that's what his words were, peace work. Right? Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, peace work. Here. Okay, peace so, work. Uh, with, anyway. With, your, with event, my suit short on. Event, short event. Yeah. Short <laughs> event.
3: But that's, but that's a, I don't know, I think that's crazy. That like, Don, I know that Don used to feed off that. You know, I've seen a lot of, I've seen Dan's fights, I've seen Don's fights, and, like, you know, like, when you're coming with that one fight where you had the American flag and they brought you up, whatever, and, like, yeah. when I asked you that question, which I didn't ask you that here, but I asked him, but, like, for even for me watching that fight, when you're coming up and you got the American flag and they're raising you up on yeah. on that thing, like, Even you were pumped up. Even with yeah, I wouldn't even me you know like but like with the energy level just normally saying you're walking down you get the energy divide from the crowd that had to be even higher. Did you come
2: off the couch with the people's elbow on something?
3: (laughs) I don't know if I yelled something. I don't remember. It was just like I don't know, like they're probably chanting like USA or whatever or something. You know, it was like yeah, that was September twenty third, two thousand
0: one. Just two weeks after. You Know the attack.
3: Yeah. Oh, was it really? Yeah,
0: Damn. that was my comeback fight. Yeah, because I'd been doing pro wrestling for four years. Mm. Um, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling under Antonio Inoki and Brad Reagans and Masa Saito. Yeah, you know, and then um, then um, I went back to the fight game and um, yeah, just guys I, I talked to my parents on the phone, and, you know. The guys were coming. I said, bring me a flag. Bring me a, you know, mm-hmm. give me a flag. You know, yes. Yeah. I didn't know, but
3: they,
4: they, it was pretty hard getting one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were all sold out. Huh? Oh, really? Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's crazy. And then, like, yeah. So, how'd that fight go? Well,
0: it, it was a tough fight because I, um, um oh, shit, Brian Johnson had, had, had a stroke. Mm hmm. And so they called me up and asked me to re- to replace him on the tour, and because um, I was training, um, what Kinskey? Huh? We trained mm-hmm. Kinskey yeah. to fight, and um, f- and he did. He did a good fight. Man, he had a fight. He's a, so, he huh? a little beast.
3: He's yeah. a little beast. He's <laughs> a little tank. How yeah. much notice you have though? Oh, uh, two weeks. You know.
2: Oh, he'll fight you right now though. He'll fight you, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't need notice.
3: Oh, I know. He's ready. He'll fight you right now. Yeah, he was ready when I met him in 2013. <laughs> he stays ready. He was like, had it had, had that big ass milk jug hand. Like I was like, hey dude, I'm just want a picture, bro. He's like, he was like, not for free. Twenty five dollars. <laughs> Twenty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you fucked my punchline up.
0: <laughs> I was getting there. You jumped in, Don. God <laughs> yeah, dang. Oh yeah, you take a long time. <laughs> no, I was getting
3: you know, it was It was the, the epitome. It's like it
2: was It was dragging a little. He's yeah. like, I, I gotta go to bed. Tiny, I, got, tiny tiny I gotta go to bed. In. Hurry up.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs>
2: I don't even remember
3: what I was going with. No, him. I. Had,
0: I finished brian's tour and two weeks before or shit yeah two weeks before, uh fuck I, no i got that screwed up i think a week before um we had we had the final match and i get scott norton and i took a bad fall you know it was my fault scott carried me so many times mm. in the ring he's amazing scott norton's amazing Made me look good, you know, and, um, and so I took, I twisted on on a simple, you know, uh, uh, forearm, you know, or clothesline, simple clothesline, and I twisted, and I ended up uh, straining my adductor, Mm. so we had to take a week off, and then we went to work out, and I pulled it, you know, Uh And then, um, so we had to take the rest of the time off, you know. And um, we got there. Yeah, it was just two weeks. Yeah. Then um, we got there to the fight. And I shot. I shot on Gilbert. And boom! Yeah, Steve Owen, my corner man, he said he he could hear it explode. Oh. Over the crowd, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was it was purple from my middle, my back, down my ass, you know, down my leg yeah. to my foot, you know, because I wow. just blown it, you know. And I was trying to fight. That's why, you know, that's why it was taped up. Yeah. Because it was, you know, because it was pulled, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and So we taped it, the doctors taped it up, and then shot it with Novocaine, you know, and I limped out
3: there. And then, boom, I, it just exploded, man. Really? But, it, yeah. but it's it's rare. So that I was mean, like over by like just huh? lost due to Oh, injury? No, 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 it was no, an eye po- eye gouges that uh, stopped. That's it. what I'm saying. Like you you were hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah we kept fighting. God bless
0: yeah, I, him because Gilbert yeah. Gilbert. I mean, all he had to do was kick me and stay away because I couldn't move yeah. sideways. You know. Yeah. But God bless him, he came to fight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Gilbert's a fighter. And so,
3: so so you took you down. I, I I saw the fight, but I was actually just I'm I'm getting to a point, I guess. Like yeah. So Forty-two. That, so you came back out there. You don't
2: even know where the fuck you're at right now. Yeah. Do you? I'm right here. I know where I'm at. I, I identify as a whiskey. But but
3: I'm saying, like, so you went back out there after you blew it completely, taped it up, whatever, and then you. No, I, I I strained it
0: and then pulled it and then blew it in the fight, first takedown.
3: You know. Right, and you can't. Yeah. You stayed out there, kept fighting, and then you end up winning.
0: Oh yeah, because. Um, He inadvertently, you know, gouged my eyes and held them three times.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. So So they finally called it. (laughs) Yeah, a bunch. His eyes were fucked up. I couldn't really. see. Yeah. Why, I mean, why would he do that? He's already, like, I don't know if it was know, on had, purpose, I, but it was. On
2: one leg. It looked like I mean?
3: it was, you know. It was like he's on one leg, and he was like, going to do something like that. And no,
0: he he come to fight. Yeah. He didn't come to fucking yeah. worry you can't about Can't eye gouge, though. Yeah.
3: But you can't eye gouge. You can't till you get caught. Until yeah. you lose. Yeah, yeah, until yeah, yeah, you get uh, caught. I guess so. I you seven. done it? Have you done Yeah. Have you guys done eye gouging and then get caught? No, I never did it. <laughs> <laughs> did not on purpose. you get caught? Seven, you ever get caught?
0: Never, I gouged. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never gave a free photo either.
4: He uh,
2: <laughs> did you ever see him when he uh, was on top of uh, Igor Vetchenchen and hits him with the knee right in the eye socket? Just puddles up with blood. I don't think I seen that. It was one. beautiful. It's yeah. like your dog bite thing story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, The end.
3: Yeah. The end. Was it the end? Right. Now yeah. I can't watch all his fights. He got like hundred and one wins. Like or like, what was he like hundred? How many fights? One hundred. Twenty nine, I don't know. He don't
0: know.
4: He's he got know two that. for every year that he's been out of high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus.
3: Does he know? Plus, yeah. Does he know?
0: <laughs>
1: pretty, that's pretty good.
0: There, I enjoyed yeah. that one. <laughs> sure it might be three. Three,
2: yeah, I think it's closer to three fights. <laughs> three, yeah. uh, Do you know average. How, many, how many total fights? I like. To he know. does. He
3: does. He know how many?
2: How many total fights you got, Dan?
1: I couldn't, even, whatever, whatever the uh, internet says, you could probably add, I'd say at least 12 to 15 more fights because all those different watchdogs of, uh, of MMA and no holes barred, they didn't exist, you know, like right. dog, full contact, fighter, you know, they did not exist until two, three years after uh-huh. the fact. And, uh, you know, they only ever monitored one company and that was the ultimate fighting championship. So I'd say you could, you know, add Eastie another 10, 12 matches yeah because
3: dan Dan got me several
0: fights before career, yeah. before I got into the UFC all oh, right and yeah. um he got me a fight on uh, New Year's Eve 96 95 96 and I won the world heavyweight shoot fighting championship he won the world super yeah. uh, world super heavyweight mm. you know uh, shoot fighting championship on you know uh, that night know y'all yeah, same place. He was a super heavyweight. I was a heavyweight. Same weight. place. Yeah, yeah. Is it the Kellogg Arena? Remember that, Dan?
2: Michigan. Oh, I got a question.
1: Uh, oh yeah, okay. That that'd be a, a
0: Nick a, a Kit like Kit, Likens Kit Likens Likens production. production. Yes. yes. Now let's just say that. Yeah. Well, what was the name of that? Do you remember? Yeah. The, yeah. His is K E C or something like that or karate. As, it, as you're as you're saying it more
1: and more, I, mean, I I'm just bringing back uh, some some foggy memory of, of that. But that was, uh, I'll just say, it was a very interesting night, uh, yeah, and, interesting uh, matches, and uh, just you know, just a strange
0: event all the way around. Well, Dan got me like six fights, you know, because I I saw him on TV. And I so I called him hey, I got to do this shit. So I called it. hey, Dan, this is Don Fry, remember me? Yeah, how you doing, you know? And I was like, can you get me in on this shit? So he got me some fights. And, you know, the check's still in the mail on
3: all of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but think of the
2: interest, shit. Yeah. When you finally get those bastards, yeah. <laughs> woo, you're set. At <laughs> some
3: point in time, you just <laughs> get catch. <laughs> so, hey, Dan,
2: the internet has you at 101, 19, uh, and 1. Uh, no, 101, oh, 19, yeah, yeah, and 1. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. add another twenty-ish, maybe one twenty.
3: Wins or losses? Yeah. Wins. <laughs> I, 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 I'd
1: <laughs> say between you know a dozen or so. Sure.
3: Well, they win all wins, the, right? The all losses,
1: the, the losses, though, those are all etched in my mind, but the victories, <laughs> no, they are, they just flow.
3: I have a like I think it's a really good question. Oh, we'll see. So, the same night. It uh, doesn't matter what you think. It <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter what you think anyways. I think not like you. Ed, um, edit, <laughs> this,
2: edit this next question out,
3: please. <laughs> Whatever. So, you won the super heavyweight. He, or he won the super heavyweight. You won the heavyweight. Right. At right. the same night. Yeah. Same event. Yeah. yeah. I want to know, what year was this? Huh. Got to be about ninety. Ninety 95, 96. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Perfect. What kind of fucking party was that night? I got to uh,
0: know. Well. Uh, it was odd, I'll tell you. Severn <laughs> wasn't partying; he never parties. So right. he had disappeared to a bowl of ramen. And he, <laughs> he went. <laughs> he went whole. He went
2: whole milk instead of the two percent. Yeah. Uh, and this guy,
0: yeah. he he, he won Kellogg's. cereal for life. You know,
3: <laughs> I'm going to have home. I'm going to go have a healthy bowl of cereal and call it night.
0: But
2: I'm gonna splurge on the whole milk. Yeah,
1: I, I might have, I might have got a little crazy. I might have had frosted flakes that night. Who knows? <laughs> Don't you dare!
3: You, you're getting wild now. You're getting wild. Over the top. Yeah, that's, that's way. <laughs> <push> his blood <laughs> sugar level. over.
4: It. Yeah.
3: So, like, all right. So, so Dan went to bed. Got it. Okay. It was funny What did he, you do? Well, <laughs> he still hasn't oh, slept, dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. Shit. Ken Shamrock was there. Frank Shamrock was there. Oleg Tektarov was there. Um, uh,
2: oh, that's who it was that he hit in, in the face with the knee. Oleg. Yeah. Oleg. Uh, uh, instead okay. of Igor. Yeah, yeah. I
0: was wondering.
2: Was, yeah. But.
3: Um, he didn't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Like you don't want to hurt people's feelings. The fuck
2: feelings. he remembered something I didn't. Hey. Like no, he now. doesn't. <laughs> hey. Like he doesn't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah, yeah. Don didn't want to hurt your. <laughs> 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 Sorry. It was inside, some inside just, joke. It was some Russian that he fucked up, you know. But. did you get
3: in a fight? Did you could just get hammered drunk that night and celebrate your heavyweight championship. No, no. It,
0: um what was funny was he uh, Kit had some porn stars there. Uh, Ken? For, uh, Kit. Oh. Kit like oh. Had the porn some porn stars there for um, ring card girls. Oh. And uh <laughs> And I'll tell you what it was. It was kind of it was kind of going off, yeah. <laughs> the party, and I was I didn't know who the hell they were. Come find out one one of them was Christy Canyon, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you were just know. no. I was a dumbass. Fuck, uh, fireman the horseshoeer, you know. <laughs> 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 I was like all excited about all the electricity, you know. So, oh, <laughs> oh my god,
3: that's funny. I just, I was just thinking like I don't know like whenever I heard that like the same night you guys are you know. Like tight like that, and he wins the set super heavy. And you, I don't know if I'm winning the super heavy, and someone's. Someone, I feel like the party's gonna be crazy that night. Yeah, like yeah. celebrating, like, like me and my my buddy. Like you know, we train. You know, and like he wins this one, I win that one. Like I couldn't think of a better time to have a party. Yeah. Right. That's all I'm saying. All right. I think
2: That's... the next year you bought a house in Christie Canyon, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: A cottage. It was a cottage. It was a
2: cottage. It was a cottage. <laughs> yeah. It was. A, it wasn't an island, but it was. It, yeah. it was Locked. a cottage. Yeah.
0: It, it was a it cottage. Was a, yeah, it was a tent. Okay. <laughs> I tried to give you a cottage. <laughs> you want a tent? Yeah. Right, okay. He got a one-acre island. Ten. I got. I got eighth of an ten acre. foot. Yeah, <laughs> I got a ten-foot tent. Yeah. Yeah. That'll
3: work. Snuggle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Mr. Sever's is much better with his money. You know. I mean. Yeah, uh, he's got the first original dollar, you know. The first one, not the first one. Zero 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, His number zero
3: zero 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 one. Yeah, that's funny as so. hell. I got I actually Dan. Dan, Dan I, have, do I have a Severn. Can I come visit your island someday just to check it out? No. Not for free. Parts <laughs> yeah, how, much, how much to visit the island? We have, we have plans about,
2: starting at 299 for the weekend.
3: How much to visit the island possibly? Like, I'm just saying, like, roundabout, you know? Like, I don't need, need hard numbers. <laughs> I'll bring my own freaking shovel.
0: It's all cash, too, buddy.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Bring
2: a rucksack with some. All
1: depends if it's is it during the holiday. I mean, it's, it could be special <laughs> holiday rates on, on, on top of all that, you know.
3: I'll make it easy on you. It'll be like a Tuesday. It doesn't matter when it is. <laughs> no, but uh, I wish you were here, though. Honestly, uh, I uh, look forward to meeting, you know, I've seen everyone again. I, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person uh, sometime. It's an honor. Thank you.
0: Well, as long as you don't ask for a photo. Know, same same here. It's uh, it's, <laughs> right. uh
2: no, it'd be awesome to have him back once he learned some shit about some dogs. <laughs> Gets to the next level, you know?
3: Yeah, I gotta go back to the drawing board because I don't know what the fuck's wrong with Milo. <laughs> Put him on the phone. Put Milo on the phone, yeah. see if we can fix him. Oh, oh. hell no, we can't do that yeah. shit on the phone. Then hey, then
2: you could get his uh, Cash App and he can send you some money. <laughs> that, that dog can't talk on the phone. He needs me. <laughs>
0: He, he needs help. He said. He said he needs help. So like,
3: I'm just saying. I know a guy. That, seriously, Dan, if you do need a dog yeah, trainer, yeah, let he, me he, know. I'm serious about that, though. Um, for sure. Yeah. You you Take you out. should
1: be like the uh, that that guy goes goes up by the moniker the, the dog whisperer. Yeah, that, that could be you now. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, uh, that that, that can't. You know streamer. why? You know why that can't be me? Because I'm me. I don't wanna be like somebody else. Be me. Dog whisperer. That shit's already coined to somebody else. But I feel like I'm just a communicator. So you have a, a few media. Uh, sources right you use do you uh instagram yeah we're um have instagram i have a uh, youtube and uh, we're doing pretty well on tiktok making a lot of dog content for people um it attracts a lot of attention but yeah my instagram is um the pack leader 7 t-h-a pack leader 7 um you can find us there on Instagram which links me you can find everything else from there from youtube it's ears up canine just like it just like it's spelled ears dash up canine on on uh, youtube and um yeah from those two you can find pretty much anywhere we're at um obviously ears up canine on um uh on twitter as well we do there do a little bit things there but like if you need anybody's looking for dog training uh, like want to book a session or anything like that www.earsupcanine.com you can message me from there and uh yeah.
2: There's a link in your bio on your Instagram. Well, how long yeah, is link in my
3: bio is for all for everything. If you go to my Instagram at, you know, the Pack Leader 7, you'll find the link tree, and it'll link you to everything else. How long, how long is the session? Uh, could go anywhere from, like, two, maybe from anywhere from an hour to two hours. Okay. It just depends because there's a lot of talking and teaching. So that's why I don't do, like, per hour. I do it per session because the session's not necessarily done. When a, the clock strikes one hour, it, it might be – we might need to do a little bit more and, uh, you know – I quit when I think the dog's at the optimal level for that session. And And then it
2: goes for how long?
3: No, it can go. Weeks? Oh, it depends on the package. Yeah, so like on my website, there's different packages. You can select doing like five sessions, and you get a little bit of break on the the per session price because you do five. Uh, You can book single sessions. I do board and train by two-week, three-week. Two-week on-leash, three-week off-leash, and e-collar. And I have behavioral packages that go more in depth depending on the dog's situation and it, um, the, how bad the problems are. So that depends on how long you keep the dogs. But there's different packages for different things. So it um, just depends on what the dog owner wants, you know what I mean? So whatever they want, they want a basic on-leash dog, then it's a, you know, it's a little bit less of a package and it's a little bit cheaper. So, But I pretty much do anything like that. doesn't matter dog, any, you know, any dog, any breed, any size, you know, we, I train them. It doesn't matter. Chihuahua, Great Dane.
2: Age? Does it age matter?
3: Age doesn't matter at all, really. I mean, the younger, the better, right? So, I start training dogs at four months old for, all, uh you know, for on-leash and off-leash packages and stuff. But, I mean, the earlier the better because they have less bad behaviors than still. When they have less bad behaviors, it's easier to not – to cor- you don't have to condition them, you don't have to correct them out or, or re- I should say correct, but recondition them to be right that they don't even know already. So, but older dogs, it just takes direction, and a lot of dogs want to learn and want to do stuff. The owners just don't know how to do it, and that's where I come in and I help them learn how to actually communicate with their dog properly, or I teach the dog and then teach the owner, and that's pretty much it. So, um, whatever you need, I guess, uh, you know, you can. I'm available in the Tennessee area, and even if not in the area, people come all from all over to bring their dogs to get trained by someone that they think actually knows what the hell they're talking about and provides a quality product. So right. you can search me anyhow you want to, reviews on Google. I don't. It doesn't matter. You'll see a 5 rating. So I um, want to thank you guys for the opportunity, and it's freaking awesome meeting all of you. Um, Don, I mean, it's been a long time, but uh, a long time. it's uh, it's funny how, the, how everything works, I guess. It's meant um, to be, man. Yeah, it's cool, man. So I, thank you for welcoming me into your house. And uh, Thank you for Dan, help, yeah, yes, sir. And Dan, nice meeting you virtually. Hope to meet you in person sometime. So uh, I uh, appreciate you as well, sir.
0: Thank you for watching another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. You better like, subscribe, and share, or I'm going to come to your house.